Hello to my future favorite people in the world and welcome to our podcast. This is a Pathfinder actual play podcast where we'll be playing Second Darkness, but i tell you a bunch about that later. I'm Aller LaRue, your GM, and I just wanted to tell you find people where you can more directly communicate with us. We are uh, The Dice Crisis on all major social medias, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, uh, Tumblr is thedicecrisis.tumblr.com. Within our Tumblr, we're going to have more of the specific story information on our Instagram. You can find uh, any fun pictures that we decide to post. Twitter is more of a direct conversations with us. And Facebook is going to be big events and uh, a hub for everything else. Uh, after this post, we're going to drop one episode a week on Monday, every, every Monday in the morning for you guys to listen to and brighten your week. Start out on a good note. And uh, with that, I'm just gonna just gonna let you guys listen to the, to the episode. Thanks. Bye. I love you. Love you so much. Welcome, welcome one and all. It's the first session of the Dice Crisis podcast. We are an actual play podcast bringing you Second Darkness straight from the 3-5 era into Pathfinder. Yeah, it's cool stuff. Uh, we're just going to... I'm Allard LaRue, by the way, your GM. And we're just going to kind of kind of jump in on here. Jump in on here. Jump in here on it. Jump on in, boys. On in here, jump in. Say a quick hi. Get some voices. Hello, in Hello, everyone. My uh, my uh, name's Eli. I'll be. We're not doing that oh, yet. Oh, settle down. No, no, no interest. We'll introduce you when I get to when I point at you. Okay, voices. All right. So I'm just gonna give you guys a little quick uh, <laughs> setting information to where we where we're going. Uh, this this campaign is set in Riddleport, which is a, uh, a pirate town turned trade hub in Varesia. And here's what they have to say about it. Strange days are afoot in Riddleport as an inexplicable shadow hovers in the sky above the city, attracting scholars and mystics to divine its meaning. Yet for most of Riddleport citizens, the shadow's significance lone known locally as the blot is fleeting. Life continues on the streets of Riddleport as a local game tournament held at the Golden Goblin Gaming Hall begins. And our story, we're going to take it back a notch. Uh, maybe 10 years prior to this, our, our setting is going to start out. Imagine a camera coming in through the clouds, going lower and lower. You see to the, to the left, to the east, uh, a vast sea opening up, and to the right, some, the landscape of the eastern edge, the coast of Regia. And as the camera pans down and down, we see a ship sailing. The, sh the camera keeps panning until we see uh, a young boy and his mother leaning over the railings, looking out at the coast. The young boy, green-skinned, looks up at his mother and goes, 
I like to see, Mom. Uh, nobody, nobody judges me out here. Oh, what, what, what do you, what do you mean, Crow? Well, I don't know. Everybody in other towns, they always seem so mean to me. Well, that's why we're going to Riddleport, son. Hopefully, you won't have to worry about the uh, prejudices of others. And I'm your mother, so I should be able to. I should be worrying about that, not you. She would reach down to the boy's uh, forehead, wiping off some of the sweat from his brow before she would attend to her own discomforts. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. And a few I'm already crying. You can settle, settle down with that. Uh, and after a few moments of them uh, looking out at the coast in silence, uh, they'd hear footsteps walking up behind them. Hey, Missy, uh, Avery's uh, waiting for you in his in his uh, in his cabin. Talk about your travel fares. And she would turn over to to Crow. Uh, wait right here, honey. I'll, I'll, I'll be wet right back. And as she would turn away, uh, back facing Crow now, our scene would cut to her turning towards Crow as he walks downstairs uh, into the living room kitchen area of his house. Crow is played by... My name is Kyle Spurley. Tell us a little bit about Crow and yourself, Kyle. Uh, so first, um, my name is Kyle. This is sort of my first major dive into tabletops uh, doing this Pathfinder campaign, so really excited about it. Um, and Crow is a newly post-adolescent half-orc, and his mother is who we were ref referring to before, and he has been estranged from his father in, in most brutal of ways. Um, he feels a lot of judgment from from most races other than other orcs, obviously. He's doing his best to fit in, but he's chosen sea life to kind of get away from all of his problems and uh, in turn leading to new problems. Hell yeah. And as Crow would walk down the stairs his, and his mother turning towards him, she'd say, Oh, sweetie, you're, you're up. Uh, I, I made you your favorite breakfast. Uh, one, one egg, because, well, I can't afford more than one egg right now. But I, I just wanted to lift your troubles. I know you're, you're so sad about what happened yesterday, but I think, I think this could be a good day for you. Thanks, Ma. And... I don't mean to spoil you, but she would hand you one gold piece and say, you should go to that, that gambling tournament today. Maybe, maybe the luck will, will Phrasma's luck will guide you uh, in helping us live. <laughs> Thank you, I won't let you down. All right. Is there anything Crow does or says or anything? Mm, he's, just, he's just happy to be on a new adventure, I think. He's got his... He's set sail on some new uh, new possibilities. All right, all right. So then our, our scene would cut yet again, the camera going up again into the air and piercing out through clouds. This day, much gloomier and not over the, over the ocean, but over a forest. And the camera would zoom down through the canopy of trees and into a small clearing, down to some brush as it would come and you'd see the furrowed brows of maybe a, a 
late 30s, early 40s man huddled in the bushes. His haunches starting to ache from patiently waiting. But his patience is about to pay off because a, a nice deer bounds his way into the meadow that, he, the meadow that he's been waiting at. And he sees it super slowly, as quietly as possible. He draws his bow, knocks an arrow, starts pulling it back. Carol will be focused on his, on his eyes, and you'd see his fingers near his cheeks as he's pulling this arrow back. And right as he's about to let loose the arrow, boom, a body manifests itself in the middle of the field, scaring away the doe. Uh, a humanoid figure crouched, falls to the ground, and he would run over through the brush, the, the brushes, and over to this this figure. I, 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 are you are you okay over here? And this this huddled mass, <coughs> coughing up spores, uh, she would turn around, holding a holding a a baby in her arms. She'd say, "What? This this isn't Kionan. No, no. What hap What happened?" <coughs> What, or is there anything I can help you with? Uh, I don't. I don't know how long I have. Please, please take pl take my daughter. Her name's Elion. Her her, her father's were, her father was just murdered by the, <coughs> by the demons. They attacked. And with that, her she would slowly fade out into non-existence as she would cough herself into death. And the furrowed brows earlier of the man would cut, and now we see the furrowed brows of a young elven woman as she would walk down the stairs of her house uh, hearing the the mist and hopeful clangings of uh, her her father's her adopted father's uh, hammer on iron what does this is Elion Michael tell us a little bit about Elion hi I'm Michael I've dabbled in a little bit of role-playing just about as much as everyone else I was the um, I took over as GM for the first campaign that this group played so I'm excited to get back into playing but Elyon is uh, like you heard she doesn't know who her original parents were but she's been raised by uh, this human father who's adopted her and she adores him she absolutely loves him but recently they've come on some hard times and so she's she's kind of reaching a teenage well, she's, she's a teenager now, and uh, 17, and she's trying to start providing for the family and putting her share of the work in herself. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Uh, what's, what's Elion's dad's name? You ever, you, ever, you ever figure that out? That's a good question. I think we talked about it, but I, I was trying to look that up, actually, because I thought you would ask or that would come up, but I don't, <laughs> I don't remember. Know. Uh, same with you, Kyle. What's Crow's mom's name, huh? Uh, get back to me. How do you spell that? Is all that all one word, or is that partially like a middle name? Her name is Lisa. Lisa. Lisa Moonwave. Mm. Cool, cool. So yeah, Elion would walk down the stairs. She would hear her her father working in the connected shop to their their house and and smithy. Uh, what would would she do? Anything? Dad's working. Yeah, she she comes down. She s starts assisting him however she can. All right, as she would walk into the shop, he would look up and smile. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Elion. Uh, how are you this morning? Good morning, Father. I'm well. How are you? 
haven't been much better in a while, finally got a commission. He he shows you this half-finished blade that he's working on. It's going to be a real beaut. Uh, if you want to throw on some extra... Does your character still have craft uh, weapon? Yeah, I think she's craft blacks. Black, blast making? All right, cool. Yeah. And then he, so he would go, uh, if you'd like to put on the, the last flourishes and decorations onto this, uh, and I'll, I'll, leave, I'll leave that end for you. She's like, she's giddy about it. Cool, cool. Cool, cool. And then you would go, so have you, have you been practicing your, your, your crossbow lately? You know, you have to keep that up every day if you want to be good. Uh, I've, uh, yeah, I've been practicing a little bit. She, she, he can tell she hasn't. Mm. <laughs> well, you know where the target is. <laughs> yeah, I, I need to practice more, Father, you're right. And, I mean, as an incentive to do things like that, if you would practice for an hour, I would give you a plus one incentive, uh, a plus one competence bonus on your crossbow attacks for the rest of the day. Ooh. Okay. Yeah, she... Once she finishes this, she's gonna go outside and practice her crossbow if she's got time. Hell yeah. Yeah, but... And this is probably... This is all kind of happening around the same time. Probably around... Now, around noonish. Uh, so the... And the gambling tournament isn't until later in the evening, so you'd have some time to do stuff. Uh, but then our scene would cut yet again into the clouds, and as it pierces down through the clouds, we see just the city of Riddleport, and we see a chimney of smoke going up and pillaring up into the air, and we would follow that, maybe catch a, a glimpse of something on the roof that as this camera goes down into the chimney and finds itself over a, an alchemy crafting station, and there's a, a half-orc woman working diligently on some concoctions and whatnot. Uh, her aromas and whatnot filling up through the chimney. And all of a sudden, she'd hear a loud bang as it sounds like something fell off the roof. Startled, she would run outside and see a young boy with red hair laying on the ground. <laughs> she would run out, What are you doing, boy? And the, the young boy would be like, uh, uh, so Sorry, uh, I, I just like... I liked how your chimney smelled, and he would he would point up at the smoke going curling up from the the chimney. She would shake her head. Well, the fuck are you, don't you? Where are your parents at? And he would be like, Well, mom's at at work, and dad's been at sea for a while. So you're just running around the streets then? Yeah. Well, come inside. I'll see if you need any band aids or anything. And as that door would close, our scene would cut to Dane opening his bedroom door and walking downstairs. He would see his mother sleeping on the couch. Dane, uh, I'm gonna throw this over to Eli. Introduce right. yourself, introduce Dane. My name's Eli, uh, I'll be playing Dane Blazarian. Uh, he's an 18 year old uh, human investigator. He is, uh, comes from a rich background, so he's uh, he's well off, but uh, he's just here in the city to kind of cash in on that and uh, see what he can explore. Very fond of the chemical ways. He found himself drawn to this uh, alchemy house that he had found with this half-orc woman. And uh, yeah, so uh, he walks downstairs and sees his mom there uh, sleeping. Yep. 
All right, well, since she's actually getting some rest, I'm gonna leave her be. And then the door would would swing open with a loud bang as Dane's father would walk into the room. Ah, oh, fuck, fuck, fuck. Last time I ever fucking left a fucking half-orf get on the fucking boat. He bumbles over over to what would be an icebox or something and pull out a bottle of rum and, and swig it in anger, waking up your mother. Mm-hmm. What is your dad's name again? Uh, Dean? 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 Dean Blazarian. Dean. And your mother would yell, what, what the, what's going on, Dean? What, what's, what's the matter with you? God damn, we sent the, a, a new captain at, at a helm at our, one of our ships and he fucking sunk it. Nobody left. This kid washes back up on shore, thinks it's going to be all right. He's not going to work for Avery again after I'm done with him. Oh, settle down, settle down, dear. Dane, honey, uh, I have. I was hoping that you that I'd I'd see you before you run off. Uh, and she would walk over to you, uh, and maybe you brush the hair from your face and lean in and be like, "So the girls and I, we might need some more supplies for the temple. If you could whip up another batch of that, that would be great, hon." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'll uh I'll get to them, huh? Okay, you're such a sweet boy. And she would kiss you on the forehead and then probably go to her bedroom. All right. She's got a uh, long night ahead of her. I'm kind of avoidant of my father, seeing as he's going to be angry drunk for the night. The fuck are you looking at, boy? Puts on goggles. Fucking nothing, man. Don't worry about it. Uh, Starts heading out the door. Yeah, you better run. All right, uh, then we're gonna cut back to Crow. What, is, what does Crow want to do? He has a few hours before he would need. He would, if he wants to go to the gambling tournament, it, he would have some time to spend. Am I still at home right now? Yeah, you're still at home right now. Uh, I'm gonna see if my mom needs anything from me. Uh, yeah. What do you say to her? Hey, yo, ma. Need anything? I'm going out. Oh, oh, I, uh, I, uh, hmm. Mm, no, I think we're all set here, honey. You just have a good time, okay? Love you. All right, love you too, Ma. Thank you. You're such a good boy. And then he's going to leave. All right, as you'd step out the door, you would see this looming shadow up in the sky, this dark cloud. Uh, would you care to make me some sort of knowledge check to see if you know anything about it? Let's see. Do you have... Do you have knowledge, local, arcana, nature? You just want to look at it with perception. I have, I have arcana and nature. I uh, choose one of those and roll me, a, roll me a check on it. Let's do a nature check. Okay. Mm, that's going to be a 14. A 14. You would know from the, from the looks of this and what you know about nature that this blot, as they've been calling it, it does not belong in nature. It is not a natural occurrence. Hmm. That's what you would know about it. Uh, is he gonna, what does he have to do? How close am I to the shipyard? The shipyard, you're actually really close. Uh, actually, well, yeah, you're, you're pretty close. You live in the Rotgut district, which is the southeasternmost kind of corner of Riddleport kind of slums it's half the time the streets are flooded and it smells bad and not not quite as bad as over in the inner harbor of where the uh, I think it's the Velashthu Velashu river uh, runs into the harbor 
buy it. And here's a little picture for you. If you need it, you're right there. So okay. you're just kind of you're just right near the docks. I might um, before I go to the tournament. I think I'm gonna take my uh, ship loving curiosities to the shipyard. See if there's uh, see if there's any ships I can just kind of hop aboard. Maybe study. Um, maybe do a little bit of innocent pillaging. Um, uh, so sl- yeah, slumlord and all. All right, you head over to the docks. Uh, Michael, what's Elion up to? She uh, sh- she whips out that. Finishing the commission that her father had. All right, roll me a craft check. Ooh, pretty good. 17 plus, got a 24 with a plus 7. Nice. You actually put on the, the finishing touches of this blade in one hour, and it looks spectacular. Wonderful. Uh, what, do, what, do you, what do you imagine this blade looks like? Well, um, it's, it's, it's a long sword. It's a pretty, her father gets a lot of commissions from um, a lot of mercenaries and a lot of different people coming through town. So he's, he's pretty varied at what he can do. But this blade itself has sort of an orcish feel, feel to it, which is a skill that her father picked up from her travels. And so she put on some, um, it's a little harder edges. It's a little bulkier. It's a thicker sword. Okay. And there's just one stone and that's what Elion put in that she inlaid into the end of it. Nice, nice. What color stone? It's purple. Hell yeah. It's an amethyst. It's a good color right there. And then after that, she's she's going to practice her crossbow for a little while, but then she's going to go to her father and uh, approach him, assuming he's probably working in his blacksmith like usual. Uh, father, I... Uh, yes, dear? I know that... I, I'm happy you got this commission. I know things are, things are picking up around here, but... Uh, I know we're not making as much as you want, and I've been thinking that it's about time that I should probably get a job. There's there's the gambling tournament happening today. I'm sure you've heard of it. <laughs> yes, I have. Not much of a gambler myself, but it'd be fun to see the event, I suppose. I'm thinking of going and not gambling, but perhaps they need waitresses. And I know I want to be here to help you with blacksmith work, but maybe I should get some side money. I I admire and I am proud of your your drive to to sustain yourself and and us and and pitch up pitch in around here. Uh, your observations are correct. We haven't really been doing that well in in recent times. So as much as I would love to have you here all the time helping me, I I, I have nothing that I that we can really gain from that until we get a lot more work coming in. So I I I bless your I, I bless your endeavors, and I, I, wish, I wish you the best in searching for a job. But, you know, you're always welcome to come help me in the shop. Thank you. Thank you for understanding. She's super relieved. This has been, like, she, all she wants to do is stay home and help him. But she knows that it's about time she goes and does something. So this is a big weight off her chest. Mm-hmm. And although he probably feels very protective o- over her, he does know that she's becoming more headstrong and more of her own person as of late, and he is uh, ready to nurture that. He's not much of a, he doesn't want to hold with a, a, a too firm of a grasp. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dane, what is, he, what is he up to? Uh, Dane headed out into the streets uh, for tonight. Right. As you would step out into the streets, you, would, you too would see this looming black cloud in the sky. Uh, would you like to make a knowledge check on it? History, local, nature. You can do local, 
or nature, or yeah, or you right. can like ask people about it. I'll do some. Uh, I'll do some of my uh, local since he did nature, right? Yep. All right, let's hit local knowledge. Uh, Seventeen. Seventeen. Uh, that will tell you that a local cipher mage and stargazer named Argentus Blakey first noticed the blot before it was visible to the naked eye. He called it an atmospheric shadow, and it was subsequently named for him as it became more visible. Uh, You also know that Blakey flew up into the cloud to investigate the eerie shadow about a week after it appeared, and reported that the interior was strangely cold, but the blot itself seemed no different than a regular cloud, apart from its unusual color. And the fact that it hangs around all the time. Yeah. Huh. All hail glow cloud. Uh, let's. All hail glow cloud. Uh, shouts out. I wanted to get ready for tonight. This is a big deal for Dane. Okay. Um, is there a place I can go in town to get some dapper clothing? Yeah, sure. All There's right. a clothing store in town. Um, it's I'm... called Tom's Tailors. Ooh, Tom's Tailors. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, I'm gonna go talk to Tom. Uh, see what he's got for nice wares on my way there. Um, I would just like to start. Uh, kind of analyzing what the crowd is in town that's going to be drawn to this okay. gambling tournament. See what the priority or the um, how would it be the population of each one of these races and etc. All right, you're already kind of in a somewhat busy area, being pretty close to the house of the Silken Veil, vale, aka the Temple of Calistra, aka the biggest whorehouse in town. Baby, your mama works there. Uh, but you'd have to you'd have to walk somewhat uh, into the what would this be considered the so you kind of live in the leeward district which is kind of the upper middle class uh, north east area of Riddleport uh, and you would walk south west into uh, the wharf district which once was kind of a booming business district but now is becoming a little seedier okay uh, you notice there the the street crowd population isn't too much yet. The tar- tournament doesn't start for a while, but mm-hmm. uh, there is an anticipation in the air. Is definitely a lot of people are getting people here talking to about getting it. here to go. You would hear people excited to to go pulling try out their and phones, cheat the devil, as they say. All right. Well, uh, that's good to hear. I'm glad that the city is stoked about it, as I am. So I'm gonna go to a shop, get some nice clothing, uh, see if I can. Spruce my look up a bit. I look like an 18-year-old kid wearing a hoodie and denim jeans. So, I mean, yeah, it's fly. Gotta look better. It's fly. Uh, yeah, you'd get to the, the tailor, the, the clothes shop. Mm-hmm. And what are you doing in my shop? Me? This? Yeah. This is the my- shop. Why wouldn't I be in here? Uh, you need clothes? Absolutely. All right. Do, do I look good dressed? You look like you got clothes on. Well... Don't we all? Yeah, you're you right. You have clothes on. Why are you here? I, exactly. I, I work here, so I have clothes. And I am a patron here, so I need clothes. All right, what would you look for? Uh, is there a nice suit uh, that you'd recommend for a, uh, a young boy like myself? I'm not uh, the most physically fit, so I need something that's not going to not gonna make me look too scrawny here. I want to mm. look like a big timer. I'm gonna, so I'm you want shoulder in. pads. Ooh, maybe. I could use some shoulder pads. I got a nice shoulder padded suit right over here in the corner, only 50 GP. I, uh... Mm, pinstriped, pleated pants. I'm gonna take a look at it. Comes with shoes. 
I'm actually wearing some pretty nice shoes, but if it comes with them, hey, yeah. I can't deny. Seen better, but all sure. Right, all right. If you like them. <laughs> Shots fired. Well, you know, just so you know, the stitching's off on the shoulder a bit. What stitching? This one right here. These were Points melted the pinstripes. Yeah, well, I'll knock off a couple GP for noticing that. All right, well, how about you give me this one here for 45, and uh, I'll, I'll spread the good word if anyone compliments how I look. Deal! All right, so uh, 45 GP for a nice suit for the night. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> I would like to thank the thank the man. Thank you, Tom. Uh, right. I will be seeing you around. Have Hell yourself yeah. a pleasant day. Hell yeah, and uh, mechanically, just for fun, uh, we'll say that wearing this nice suit will give you a plus one competence bonus to your, uh, your what's it called, profession merchant. Okay. You look like a You cool... say plus five? No, plus one. Oh. <laughs> plus one. I heard two. Plus five, you're kidding me. I heard a plus two. You're fucking kidding me, plus five. Yeah, right. But yeah, you look like a dapper businessman in that suit. What's Crow doing? All right, he he would have he would have arrived at the at the docks. Uh, you would see maybe three or four ships, maybe not ships, but like smaller boats that you could take out to a bigger ship, some kind of medium-sized ships in the in the harbor. Uh, what are you looking for? Um, I'm looking to play it by ear. Maybe see if anyone needs uh, help fixing up a ship. Maybe see if there's a ship unoccupied to maybe do some pillaging. I'm um, a little chaotic. You're going to pillage in town? I, there is I one need, boat unattended. I need to come up. But there is, like, people milling around the docks and stuff. Like, someone, you'd, you'd be seen on top of this boat walking around. Does it need fixing at all? Uh, not this one, but there is another one where a guy's hammer, hammering on some patchwork pieces into the side of the ship. I'm going to see if maybe uh, maybe he needs any help in exchange for some GP. All right, so you walk up to him. What do you say? Hello, sir. Uh, uh, what? 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 Where do you come from? I, I, I come from just up the road. I'm a... Uh, I'm an apprentice ship a ship builder. Um, an I apprentice, love, huh? love traveling at sea. If uh, you need any help fixing up this beauty, hmm. well, I could use a couple of, a couple of extra hands, I suppose. Uh, yeah, you so you're familiar with the patchwork and how that goes on ships. <laughs> Indeed, I love patching it up. All right, make a bluff check. Just kidding. You have knowledge, sailor. Uh, so yeah, he would direct you to a spot where there are some. I don't know, some pieces ready to be reattached to the ship. Uh, I'd probably take you a couple hours to do. If you'd like to do that, roll me a profession sailor's check. It's going to be a hot 22. Oh, dude, you do wow. this so nicely. This guy, After you finish this guy, he would come up to you and be like, ah, that's some good work here. I Thank you, sir. The name's Smitty. Smitty, Smitty Toother. Smitty Toother. Yep. Name's ever, Crow Moon Wiv. All right, good to meet you, Crow. Well, if I... If you ever need any more work, uh, you can, I can I could use a hand. I repair a lot of ships down here at the docks, so uh, use another another apprentice if you say so. And he would uh, toss you a couple GP, probably like five GP for your efforts. Elyon, what are you doing, Elyon? Well, she uh, she's probably gonna go down and step outside. Mm-hmm. As you would step outside, Elyon too would notice the black blot or the blot up in the sky. 
Would she like to make a knowledge check on it? She would. All right. Yeah. You got arcana, local, nature. You could just look at it with your eyes. You could ask people about it. How about an arcana? Yeah, roll me, roll me an arcana check. 14. 14. Let's see. You would know that Riddleport has a long history of mysterious phenomena connected to its infamous cipher gate. Uh, the long sought after purpose of this stone arch uh, that rises over the harbor still has yet to be discovered. Uh, old accounts tell of strange lights moving in the sky and sounds issuing forth from it without explanation. Uh, the manifestation of a shadow in the sky is something new though. So basically, there's been a lot of weird things that happen because of the Cypher Gate, and the Cypher Gate is still just a mystery to everybody at this point. So it's like, it's not weird that something weird is happening, but this weird thing hasn't happened before. Pretty weird. Yes. That's what she knows about it. She ponders its weirdness, mm-hmm. and she makes her way over to the gambling place. She's going to see if she can get some work, see if they need any yeah. help. Some, wel- can... some whelpers? Yeah. Okay. She can okay. do that. Yeah, it would take you a little bit to get there. Uh, let's see here. As you would walk closer and closer to the gambling hall, at uh, this point the crowds are starting to funnel up to the this pretty large building. Um, as you get up to it, there's a fountain but, uh, right before the steps leading up to the doors, and right between two of the main entrances, there's a big, larger-than-life statue of a goblin uh, plated in gold. I see where they get the name. Yes, you do. So you would walk into a slightly seedier area of town, a lot of rundown buildings. The golden You would know from be, living in the town that the, the Golden Goblin has actually been abandoned for a while, uh, but it has... Uh, newly been repurchased by an owner and brought back to life. And crowds of participants and spectators are milling about on the streets together and at the main doors trying to sign up for the tournament. Alright, so you're going to walk right up in? Yeah, she's going to go in, kind of look around, see if she can find anyone that looks like they know what's going on. Alright, you would walk in line. Uh, As you get through the doors, you would notice uh, two sultry beauties scantily clad and wearing faux bat wings, devil horns, and tails. Uh, They're playing the parts of alluring succubi, and they're basically sitting at uh, registration tables, kind of signing up people to gamble, taking, you see them taking uh, gold pieces from them and putting them into a chest. Uh, The golden gambling hall itself is uh, one large room as you walk into it with red floors and accents of uh, gold, uh, red and gold tapestries hanging from the ceiling, creating like a kind of a faux ceiling, uh, as there are other chandeliers hanging down uh, down from the ceiling. Ooh, fancy. She's going to approach those two sultry bats. Well, hello there. Can we sign you up for the show? Tournament? Uh, no, I'm actually here looking for work. Do you know if anyone's hiring? Hmm, work. Hmm. We have to find Saul, I suppose. What do you think, Mary? Should we go get Saul? Mm. I hand him a, I slide some silver pieces their way. I could go find Saul. And she would get up and walk, she'd grab your silver pieces and walk away. Uh, Dane, what, what's up, Dane? 
got your nice suit on. Suited up. I'm uh, walking towards the Golden Goblin already to kind of read the crowds. I'm not going in yet, um, but I am just walking and kind of reading the crowds, seeing what uh, seeing what type of things I can see. If I um, do some percepting, I would like to see if I find any uh, seedier-looking people, maybe uh, some people already doing drugs, maybe some people already too drunk, you know, that type, perception of, check. that type of junk. Ooh, we're looking at a hot number. That's going to be at least a 23. 23, you would see... Uh, 24. All right, so as as you get closer to the Golden Goblin, the the feeling in the air is excitement, but it's still kind of calm at this point. People are getting amped up to go. You would see maybe a couple group of, groups of people that look like they're a little drunker. Uh, maybe like you, you quick see somebody like quick snorting something off their hand or whatnot. Okay, real real small time stuff though. Uh, okay, uh, in the meantime, I'm gonna go to the alchemist, I think. Okay. And uh, I'm gonna go get some advice from her. What was right. her name again? Spherna. Spherna, yeah, okay. So, um, I want to go to Spherna's shop until the tournament gets closer to starting. She's kind of playing dad right now. Okay. All right, you, you walk to her house. Aw. Uh, do I do anything? Uh, yeah, you can still do some more stuff. All right, cool. Uh, I'm just going to talk to her about what uh, she thinks about the tournament, uh, what she thinks is going to be the big sells for the night. She knows more about the drug industry than I do, but she's not in it, you know what I mean? Like, she's not doing the selling stuff, so I just want to see what her pro advice would be for the night. Uh, if she has any good words, I'd like to talk to my mentor. Alright, so you walk in there. Ah, Dane! How's, uh, it, go- how's, how's it going? How's it going? Uh, listen, so, you know you know the tournament's tonight. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be going yes. there to make, to make some pretty big moves. Uh, mm. I just want to know if you have any tips for, tips for the boy. Well, you have to look at the setting that you're going to deal in. Mm-hmm. What are they going to be doing? What are their goals? So things like maybe all night would be definitely a hot commodity there. Okay. Uh, some people like to relax with maybe some pash. Uh, what else is there that could be fun? What else could be fun? She would look through some of her notes. Right now I'm sitting on some real nice pesh and a little bit of a, a little bit of all night myself. Um... Should I should I be gambling with the big boys? Should I keep to the outside? How do you mm. how do you feel? Uh, I feel in this kind of setting, you should maybe don't be a little less or be more worried about just being outgoing. In this setting, is there's going to be a lot of people. It's better just to say, "Hey, you need anything," than to be coy about it. Okay, that's uh, good advice. Uh, her name? Sphirna. 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 That's a hard one to remember for me. Okay. It's Sphirna. It's, oh, I know, I know. I'm not asking you your name. All right. <laughs> she would run a long fingernail down the side oh, of her yikes. face. You're a good boy. God. <laughs> uh, well, Sphirna, if there's uh, anything you have personally that you want to get rid of for the night, you can always send it with me. I'll see what I can do for you. Mm-hmm. She looked there. some of her, her baubles and potions. And baubles. And containers. Yeah, you know, I think 
I think what I have right now is fine. I don't okay. need anything right now. I've no been I've been working mostly in potions these days, so not right. a lot of street hustle for those. Yeah, no, no, I understand. They, they come to me for those. <laughs> and that's why I come to you for your expertise. Uh, thank you much, Sphina. Yeah. Have a have a good rest yeah, of the night. Good luck. Goggles on, out the door. Goggles on, out the door. Crow, what's up? Uh, so. I don't think I said this last time, but pretty much right after Crow got paid, he kind of like did a little giddy hop step over towards the Golden Goblin. Ah, I like your dance. <laughs> <laughs> Says who? The guy that he was helping. Oh. <laughs> uh, he's just, he's happy to have some more money to be gambling with, so he's going to make his way over there, probably get registered a little early, maybe catch the vibes. Hell yeah. So you would go over to the Green Goblin? As you would walk through line into the into the gaming hall, what, you, col- what color is the goblin? The goblin out front is gold plated. <laughs> Thank you. Giant goblin, probably like I don't know, eight feet tall. But would you say that there's a hobgoblin somewhere? No, not here. This is the golden goblin, not the hobgoblin. All right. Well, you okay. said green. you said green goblin. <laughs> well, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> and when you're right, we you're all right. say things. Doesn't mean they're always right. Words are noises. Yes, they are. And appears James Franco. <laughs> <laughs> so you'd walk through the the doors, and you two would see these uh, sultry beauties sitting in their succubi uniform, taking people's entry fees and whatnot. Well, hello, ladies. Hey, you gonna do some gambling tonight? You bet your bottom dollar I'm All right. gonna well, bet my bottom one dollar. one gold and just uh, sign here on the contract. You didn't ask for a contract. No. Yes, for a job. I, I <laughs> want a contract that means it's a job. Yeah. Maybe. Uh, so yeah, I just handed Kyle a printed out contract. Would you like to read it, Kyle, or do you want me to read it? I would love to read it. Do you want me to read the whole thing? Uh, you can maybe skip out on that middle section that explains how the currency works. I, insert name, do hereby sacrifice my immortal soul and this worldly sub- of ten pieces of silver to the devil to hold in escrow against his own stake of ten thousand silver coins in the gambling tournament being held at the Golden Goblin Gambling Hall of Riddleport on this oath day, fourteenth day of Aradis, four seven zero eight AR. And just for reference, the fourteenth day in Aradin is I have my calendar somewhere. I had my calendar somewhere. Got a calendar. I found it. All right, so Aridus is Aridus is basically August. So it's like the 14th of August right now. Kind of summer, heating up summer days. Here is my signed contract. All right, and you do understand that if you lose your stake in the tournament, that you will shall you shall receive the dark mark or the Devil's Mark, and your soul shall be cast upon the rocks of the shores of the River Styx. And you understand that if you elect to cash in any winnings before reaching the pit of Nessus, uh, you shall forfeit your soul and 50% of the cash uh, that you that you already won. Sounds pretty standard. And uh, if you are the first player to reach Nessus, uh, then you will be 
granted redemption of your soul and the right to cheat the devil and, and take his gold in addition to collecting your winnings that you received during the whole gambling uh, gambling tournament. Uh, but you will also win the, the whole bundle, 10,000 silver pieces. Sounds great. Thanks, honey. Uh, and she would ask for your gold coin. How many? How many? Ten silver or one gold, babe. Here's 100, one 100 gold. copper if you're a weirdo. One gold. Right, and she would hand that off to a bouncer-looking dude who walks it over to a little chest and he drops it in there. Uh, you would notice that uh, there's also a couple other uh, waitresses dressed all hotly and stuff standing next to the, next to that as well. Uh, the bouncers are not only keeping that money safe, but keeping uh, people off of the waitresses and the other women working at the, the go- Golden Goblin. After after I uh, give them my money, um, am I good to just kind of scout around, see? Uh, yeah, I'll see give you a little flavor text of this area here. Uh, beyond the registration table is the gaming hall floor. Uh, you'll see g- dozens of gamblers, waitresses dressed as succubi, bouncers milling around the room, uh, wandering amid tables of various games while dealers shuffle cards, roll dice, and spin wheels. Uh, moving through the throng, uh, moving through this throng are a dozen more barely clad, bat-winged vixens serving drinks and batting coal-black eyelashes flirtatiously for tips. Uh, In the center of the room is a short podium atop which sits a massive gold chest affixed to the floor by similarly gaudy chains. Uh, On either side of it stands a bare-chested bouncer in exotic garb of some foreign sultan's court. Uh, Each stands with muscled arms crossed over his chest and with a naked scimitar of prodigious size and girth tucked through his waistband. High above them, in the middle of the ceiling, hangs a brass birdcage uh, within which sits a small, bat-winged, pointy-tailed, devilish creature that sulks and gazes over the room, constantly rattling the bars around them threateningly. Yeah, does he want to take off in a direction or do anything? Uh, he's just going to scout the overall room. Uh, yeah. see, see maybe where people are winning. Um... You hear a cheer over by the blackjack tables. Hmm, I may want to go sit down over there. All right, make your way over to the blackjack tables. Elyon. Hey, okay. So did... she's waiting for uh, them to get a manager. Yeah, so she's just chilling, waiting. Uh, so, yeah, a manager would eventually come up. He is a short man with a, a nice suit on, but as he comes closer, you'd see that this suit does show signs of age. It's an older suit. You see some patches, maybe some color fades on it. Uh, you'd walk up. It's a pleasure to oh, meet you. Hello. Uh, I hear you're looking for a job. I am. It looks like you've got plenty of uh, people here today. Lots yeah, going on. Very busy day. I, I think, I mean, are you looking to work immediately or are you just looking for other, like, what, what, are, you, what are you looking for here? Well, what can I, you do? I could start immediately right now. I'll, I've got some background in um, handling weapons, mostly in the construction oh. of weapons. Wow, oh. interesting. Well, I'm going to tell you straight up right now that uh, we're a little full up on the evening, but stick around, have some drinks. Maybe, maybe tomorrow we could we could find you something when things calm down a little bit. Uh, oh, oh, okay. 
gamble. That's what we're out here for. And he would pat you on the shoulder and then just walk off. Uh, yeah, she's a little confused. She's, like, just standing there. So, would you like to register? Yes. Yeah, she's gonna, she's gonna go ahead and do that. Alright, they would pass you, uh, another contract. If you'd sign there, please, uh, one silver. I uh, would just make sure you know that you are forfeiting your soul, and you shall receive a devil's mark, and your soul shall be cast upon the rocks of the shores of the river Styx if you lose. So, what does that mean? Uh... You know your soul? You know the river sticks? Your soul's gonna go there if you lose. It's not gonna go to Phrasma, Phrasma and get sorted in a nice place. It's going to hell. Going to hell. Oh, Calistria guide me. <laughs> uh, if you would like to make a... What's it? Uh, either a knowledge local or I have a knowledge history, got a knowledge arcana, and I have knowledge planes. Those are the three that I know. Oh, yeah, roll me a knowledge arcana. You got it, 19. All right, so looking over this contract, you'd be like, hmm, this is not, an, this is not a binding legitimate soul document. <laughs> and you'd finish signing it. All right, feeling, great. Feeling comfortable about what you just signed away. Whew. So she signs, passes it to the ladies. Mm -hmm. And you'd see the similar scene that I described for Crow. Uh, people are starting starting to kind of plat casually play games. It, uh, the tournament tournament hasn't started yet, but they're letting people in to just kind of get acclimated, get drinks in them, and, and fill in a bunch of people. She's going to find the nearest table, and she's hardly ever... She's seen some games, but she hasn't really... She doesn't play herself. Um, so she's just gonna go and try and study the game and just try and figure out what the hell they're doing, how the game works. Okay. And the rules. Uh, roll... Let me, uh... Well, what, is there a game in particular that looks more interesting to her? Like a card game or a dice game or a roulette game? Yeah, a game of cards. Game of cards? Alright, yeah, blackjack table looks fun. Cool. She's over there learning the blackjack. Mm -hmm. You sit down next to a... a meaty half-orc. Uh, Dane? Uh, Dane's gonna do one last stop before he goes to the, uh, Golden. He's gonna go past, uh, the Temple of Veriz, uh, Veriz, Veraz? Calistra. Cal oh, it's the Temple of Calistra. Yeah. Temple of Calistra. Um, I'm gonna run past the Temple, um, see if I can't, uh, talk to one of the higher-ups there that I would know from my mom. Yeah. Uh, I'm looking for a certain piece of information that I feel like they would know. All right, uh, you'd probably, I mean, the high priestess, her name is Sharafa Pomade. Okay. Uh, she is a female tiefling. Would she be someone who would know people in town, though, like the big people in town? Oh, yes, okay. she knows everybody That's in kind of town. Was, that's kind of what I was looking for. Who, who would know the people? Um, I just uh, see if I can uh, speak to her when I get there. What do I see when I get to the temple? Uh, the temple itself... Is my girl working? Your girl? The greeter that is a young, young greeter girl that, uh, I know works there from my times of stop there. We'll call her Sasha. Okay. Uh, is my girl Sasha, uh, at the door? Yeah, Sasha's at the door. Dane, good to see you. Come Sasha, on in. how's it going? It's going good. It's I, going uh, good. I'm here to speak to... Sha... Sha... 
Sharafa? Sharafa. I'm here to speak to Sharafa about uh, some matters of the town. Is there a... Uh, oh, yeah. Is she open? Yeah, she's actually just taking a little, little breather sitting down in the in the main area there. She points over to the middle of uh, some couches in the middle of the room. I go take a load off. Okay, cool. Uh, I walk up to Sharafa. I greet, I greet uh, cordially with a gentlemanly handshake and... Uh, mm, Dane, darling. Pleasure to see you. Come in, come in. Yes, I uh, hope you are doing well. Oh, we're always doing well here, darling. I love to hear. Uh, I will be back tonight with more uh, fun goods for you, but I, mm. I, I need a piece of information that yes, maybe you can help me with. Anything, dear. Uh, who is the new purchaser of the Golden Goblin? Who was the who was oh. the guy who came into town? <laughs> he he's an old old remnant of Riddleport, but he fell out of out of his high standing, higher standings he had quite a while ago. Uh, that is Saul Van Kaskarskin. Saul is the owner, huh? Saul is the owner of the Golden Goblin now, darling. Okay. Uh, Looks like he's been turning it around a little bit from the shithole it was when it was empty. I couldn't agree more. I've only been there about once or twice, but uh, looks pretty nice. Uh, yeah, I don't <laughs> like Golden Goblins. All right. You know, uh, teach their own. I, uh... Yeah, but people are stupid. Is there any, uh... Is there anything you know about this man that, uh, might help me, uh, move some wares tonight? Hmm. Well, there's actually a lot to know about this Saul guy before he has a deep-rooted history in, in uh... What did he do before he owned the goblin? I'm going to the page at which I keep the notes of that. All right, I uh, keep notes of all my patrons in a nice little binder well, in he's which been a patron. I can flip. <laughs> all the men have been patrons here, darling. Uh, how's Sasha been faring? Mm, Sasha's a good girl. Maybe soon she'll be able to uh, do some real worship. Yeah, that'd be lovely. You, you hear a little bit of sorrow in his voice. Ah, oh, may Callistra guide her. Blessed be Callistra. Blessed be! Blessed oh, be. Getting excited over here. Bartender hears what the are cheers you doing of for the, the next... blessed be. He's like, ah, drinks. What are you do f- doing for the next couple hours, Dane? Well, I'm gonna be, uh, I'm gonna be going over to the tournament. Uh, there's a lot of, a lot of gambling to be had. I don't know if I'm gonna participate myself, but, uh, I know the population there is looking for some looking for some move tonight. Gambling's for the hopeful and the desperate, darling. Don't be those things. Oh, I'm not. I'm not desperate. Kinda chuckles uh, to himself. All right. So, do you want like a full history of this guy? I can. I don't. I just want to. I just want to know what. Uh, what type of person he was before he was the owner? If he was a mm. salesman, he was sailor. one of the he was one of the main crime bosses in here for quite a while. Uh, although he was f- forcefully removed after his uh, his son killed one of Zincher's, I think his brother oh. killed Zincher's brother, Yikes. who used to be the alchemist in town. He had a thing for Lavender Lil. It's a whole big deal, darling. We don't want to get into it now. Oh, we've all had a thing for Lavender Lil. Oh, she's uh, so pretty. <laughs> um, well, if uh, the chance arises, I will spread word of the temple to the patrons tonight. I appreciate your time. Oh, word's been spread, darling, but I appreciate it. <laughs> it's not the only thing getting spread around here. Am I right? Huzzah. And a waiter walks by her and she high fives him. <laughs> Single high five. <laughs>
Nice. Uh, I thank you for your time. I will uh, be back soon enough. Go forth and multiply. All right. I, What's uh, up, Crow? Multiply. <laughs> so Crow's sitting down at some blackjack. Hell yeah. Uh, got this nice deck of cards here. Ooh. Figured we could use them. You know how the cards work, Kyle? I do. So there are 52 of these in every desk. Deck. deck. <laughs> in every desk. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Right away, let's say there's maybe one other person sitting down at you. Uh, as the As the... Dealer shuffling up cards, a, a half-elf, not a half-elf, a full-blooded young elf girl comes and sits next to you. All right, place your bets, place your bets. You each would have ten silver pieces at this point, basically. Elyon doesn't, uh, kind of fuddles around within her money purse, and she's waiting and seeing what other people place down. Some guy throws in two silvers, another guy is just one. Kyle, what do you do? Or Crow, what do you do? Mm, go big or go home. Throws down five silver. Ooh, five silver for the man. Elyon throws down two coppers and uh, silver. All right. All right. Let's say that the, since the tournament hasn't actually started, this isn't the silver that you got in ex- like the silver coins uh, that you got for exchanging your 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 entry fee in. This is going to be kind of pocket cash until the tournament actually starts. All right. Righteous. Righteous. All right, bets received, bets received. Shuffles and starts dealing out. Good luck, young elf. You too, Orc. All right, he would point over to Elyon first. 17. Hit or stay? She, uh, can she, she, this is her first time ever playing. Can she look into, like, the dealer's eyes and get any cue of what's a good? She just stares at you. Roll Stay. a sense motive. Okay. One. <laughs> One. It, you you feel like when he said when he said do you want to hit or stay that he put more emphasis on hit. She's gonna hit. All right. So you hit on a seventeen with a six and an ace. It rolls over another seven. That puts you at fourteen. Hit or stay. Hit. A four. That puts you at eighteen. Hit or stay. Leans over to the orc. What do I want? I believe 21, correct? Oh, I'll stay. All right. Yes. Yeah, so you don't know how to play this? Shakes his head. All right. Hit or stay? You done took my seven. I needed that seven. All right. Two sevens, 14. Hit, I'm going to hit. Split. Give me another seven. You say split? No. Can I give the orc my seven? No, there's no tr- no, there's no trading of cards. What are you? Okay, sorry, I tried. Your cards are your own. Your bets are your own. You're trying to play against me. Actually, throws down another five. Let's split these bad boys. You can't. No. Okay, you're splitting. All right, you can do that. You're splitting sevens. So here's the first one. Seventeen. I'll stay. Seventeen. I'll stay. Okay. It's not bad. <laughs> All right, so he has an eight showing right now. He flips over his other cards, his other card, revealing a three. That's 11. He hits 21. Oh, you both oh, lose. Wow. Damn. Yikes. <laughs> Good hands. He takes all your guys' money. 
Dane, what are you, what's up? You made it to the Golden Goblin yet? Uh, yeah, I'm making my way. I'm uh, walking up now. I, what do I uh, see? Walking up now, you would get to the registration desk and you'd see two sultry beauties, scantily clad, dressed as succubi, checking people in and taking their gold. Hey, honey, uh, do you, you're here to register? Uh, yeah, I suppose. I can, I can register. All right, here's your contract. Before, before really reading, he's like, yeah, yeah, soul sticks, uh, win the devil. Yep, if you um, lose, you're gonna have to forfeit your soul. We're gonna give you the devil's mark. Cheat the devil, take his gold. Sounds good to me. Uh, signs his name right on that, uh, line at the top. You see full written out prominently, Dane. We prefer full names. Blizzarian? Middle name, too. Just kidding. I, I just like the kid. What is a middle name? It's like when you have two names and there's one between them. Huh. Is that for people who have two dads? No. Okay. No. And any any parent combination can have an offspring with three names. Hmm. Yep. Sounds Some have foreign. four. Sounds foreign to me. It is four. I uh, thank the succubi. I say good luck you buy. Succubi. And I walk in. I go in, uh, <laughs> rather than going to a table, I seat myself at the bar. Um, All right, you're at the bar. I ain't gonna get you anything. Who's talking to me? There's some guy at the bar. Does he work there? He's the bartender. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, sure, what's, uh, what's on the menus today? We got beer, we got mead, we got wine, we have, uh, the drink of the, of the tournament, the golden goblin. Is it served in a golden goblet? It's, yes. Yes, it is. That's the one I and want. He hands it to you, and it's very obvious, obviously, like, flaking off gold. And what do you drink do you want in it? Or you just want the goblet. That's 15 GP. You just want the goblet. But I can give you a drink. You just got to leave the goblet here when you're done. Oh. Well, I want the mead. Right. Not in the goblet. Not in the goblet. No. Okay, well. That's we some robbery. We're serving it in goblins, goblets, but. Oh. Well, then, yes. You can buy the goblet if you want. I don't want to buy the goblet. All right, fine. Give me the goblet. <laughs> throws it to you. Slides it over yeah, to slide you. It's, how it's many spill, GP? It spills half, like a quarter of it spills over the over the, slump, uh, of the uh, lid. As he just kind of like sh- shake a little bit and toss. I toss some gold. I'm like, yeah, it's, it's how's, uh, five silver. Fuck all you. right. <laughs> toss the five silver in and uh, I go, now listen. Uh, so I was uh, told I need to talk to the saw man. Uh, what do you need to talk to us all about? I was sent from uh, the Sharafa. I was sent from Sharafa to uh, uh, make some business with him, but uh, I don't know much of the man myself. So if he if he comes back down, I'll be here. Let me know. All right. Well, he's a short guy walking around. He doesn't have an arm. Okay, that sounds pretty uh, pretty recognizable. I'll keep an eye out. Yeah. Thank look, you, bud. Look for a key hand. Oh, holy shit. Okay. <laughs> I, a key hand? Yeah, I didn't describe it to you before, but you weren't looking down. I, don't know. I, plant, <laughs> I plant myself at the bar and do some percepting around the room uh, to give me a read of the different crowds, where I see the rich, where I see the poor, where I see the All right. already too drunk. Yeah, roll, I see the... roll me a perception check. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's only a 13. 13? It's really hard to see, because there's there's maybe... I take off my goggles? That, that helps. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, there's maybe uh, 
a hundred or so people in here right now just like packing in it's pretty it's actually getting pretty rowdy already and and hasn't even started yet mm -hmm. uh, most of the the drunkards are around you and near the bar uh, lots of people around tables lots of people around those people around tables you see a uh, a larger crowd around a roulette table and you hear curses coming from it ah fuck you you dumb fuck all right your teeth look like stupid people teeth well, they sound perfect for my crew. Uh, where's that coming from? Uh, it's kind of in somewhere near the middle of the place. Not not at a table. Not, well, it's a, at a table. People but are surround. There's a larger group around a gambling table. All yeah. right. Uh, I kind of just hover around there to hear the hubbub. All right. You would look in and you would see a roulette table uh, with twelve sections of the roulette instead of how many there actually are. And but this roulette is a little bit different. It has, I think there's a picture of it. It has this ghoulish head Ooh. sticking out of the middle. And you notice that it yells profanities at whoever spun it based on what they spun. And the person working the, at this place, at this roulette table, you would recognize the young woman uh, tending to this gambling station as a uh, Leary Pimenter, the a young woman that you had a curious one night stand with. Eh. <sighs> That's not too long ago. It's Leary. All right. It's Leary. You'd see her playing that, spinning that around for people. All right. It's a little bit distraught in his in his chest. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. It's good. And now back to the gamblers. All right, bet's in, bet's in. I think I'm getting the hang. Uh, Elyon puts down three silver. Five silver. All right. And 100 silver is one gold piece, correct? 10, Ten silver is Ten one. silver is one gold piece. Okay. 100 copper is one gold. They're pennies, gold is a dollar. All right, Elyon, hit or, hit or stay. You got, you got a king two out there, that's 12. Hit. The dealer has a queen showing. Hit me, dealer. Hit 21. It's a nine. Great hit. Dinner stay. Thank you, Orc. I'll stay. All right, Mr. Orky, Mr. Happy. I will stay. Fairly happy. You're going to stay at 19. All right, the dealer reveals that he has a joker that gets immediately kicked out. <laughs> and there's a three. 13. 21. Oh, uh, piss. Crow loses. Uh, you push. You get your, your bet back. Okay, okay. I slide one to the orc. For the advice, my friend. Oh, I thank you. The the dealer would look at look at you guys weird, but he he allows it, he doesn't give a fuck. One silver. Weirder shit's gonna happen. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Just just making sure. So uh yeah, this is a chance for you guys to settle down into gambling stuff. Dan, do you wanna start gambling at all? Yeah, I uh I don't wanna go to the roulette table yet. No, oh, okay. Um I see the blackjack going on. I think that's a great way to warm up for the night. Kind of right. read the crowd. Yeah, I slide sure. into the blackjack table. All right, you slide right between a very large half-orc gentleman and... Goggles on, slide in my 2GP. Yes, yes, yes. And a, uh, a fair, slender did elven I, woman. Did I have... Oh, wait, no, that's sitting next to me. I was All like, right. did I have a fair with this dealer, too? Jesus. No. Elyon sees him slide up, and she, like, 
coughs and like chokes. Because um, I smell like smoke. No, well, we've we've met before. You have met before. So Elion would nearly cough up her drink and try and hide her spillage as Dane <laughs> sits down at the table. And when she sees him sitting there, she turns to him and says, uh, Dane, hello, how have you been? Startled, but doesn't react, uh, look, looking forward. I'm great, uh, remind me of who you are? Oh, we just, uh, we ran into each other oh, once. Yeah, you're the, you're the girl who, uh, makes swords or something, right? Yep, yep, I, uh, I make swords. Hey, uh, so what's her hand? <laughs> Bet's in, place your bets. <laughs> she throws down four, four silver. <laughs> nice. It was a pleasure to meet you, little man. Looks over, nods, looks back at the game. Alright, bets. Right, two, bet. two GP. Two, two mm. GP? Isn't that what we're doing, gold? Ooh, ooh, everyone else is betting silver, but oh, you I can, thought you said you people can. were throwing in one or two GPs. CSPs right oh, now, but, but dude, if you want a high roller, you can high roller. Let's do four SP. Five okay. silver. Alright. Everyone, like, scoffed as you started taking out gold, and then you're like, silver. <laughs> <laughs> and then I put down one more silver piece, and I wink at Elian. Right. Y'all two join in the gambling tournament? Yeah, I'm in. I wasn't planning to. I, I came here for work, but it just so happened that they're not hiring, so... Could I be the best in. work you've ever had. Maybe. Just might be. Well, what about you, little, little man Dane? Is that what I heard? Uh, it's Blizzarian, but yes uh, to you, sir. I'm not here for the gambling. And shuts up. Well, okay. Well, that was an ominous, says the dealer. You can hear me fine. <laughs> He's standing two feet away from you. <laughs> All right, now we got, we got a four, we got a six, we got a three. Dealer has a four. Elyon's got six. Uh, Dane's got 16, Crow's got 8, and then Teela's got 1. Elyon, a 4 and a 2. Hit or stay? I think by the rules of the game, I should hit. Yeah, that is the mechanic. Hit. Alright, so that went from 6 to 15 with a 9. I stay. Uh, 16 to Dane. Dealer's sitting on a 4. 4, yeah. I'm gonna hit it. You're gonna hit it on a 16? Yeah. Uh, 20! Ooh! Nice. Uh, Crow, you got 18 hit right me. there. You got 16 right there. I'm gonna stay. You're gonna stay at 16? Alright, dealer's got a 4. <laughs> he sneezes and then rolls over an 8, revealing 12. Another one is 21. You ah, all lose. Piss. Wow. This dealer's playing, you guys. He's on fire. We're fools! Fools! Then he would take your money and get the cards back. I yeah. Let's get the losses out now before the tournament. That's probably true. I suppose. And after that hand uh, finished, uh, you notice the that the windows outside have darkened with the twilight coming in. Uh, and you'd notice that several game hall employees enter the building, carrying torches shaped like pitchforks, skewering burning heads made of straw and cloth to light several large braziers 
uh, giving the hall a more infernal hue. A hush falls over the gathered crowd as a short man climbs to the central podium, accompanying, accompanied by two gorgeous succubi, and stands before the gold chain-shrouded chest with a demoness on either side. He wears a formal suit, though on closer inspection, uh, anyone could notice that it is a little old, rough for the wear. Uh, and his thinning black hair is slicked back. His left arm ends in a stump just above the wrist and affixed to it is a bronze cap. And protruding from that cap is an oddly shaped key. So he basically has a hook hand, but instead of a hook, he has a key. And I have a quick picture I can show you guys of him. That is Saul, Saul Van Kaskaskin. Is he a halfling or is he just He's short? just short. Okay. He's just a short human. Some old guy. How did you check out his AC? No. Good. Good. <laughs> I wish I had a photographic memory. I bet. I bet. And, uh... Yeah, this is Saul Van Kaskerskin. He's the owner of the Golden Goblin and the host of the tournament. Elyon met him briefly before he... Uh, curtly excused himself and left. Kind of Irish goodbye to you a little bit. Uh, he would bow before the, the crowd and clear his throat before speaking. <coughs> welcome, welcome, one and all, to the Golden Goblin Gambling Hall and your chance to cheat the devil and win back not only your soul, but all the gold as well. He says this last part and he pats the large chest before which he stands. I hope you found your reception by the devil's lovely temptresses suitably entertaining. And this is met by a general murmur of laughter and a few catcalls. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Let's take a moment to thank old Scratch himself for attending this event. Not only did he loan us these lovely dark angels, but also emptied the deepest vaults of hell itself to provide the gold for this tournament. And with that, Saul directs the crowd, the crowd's attention up to the imp in the birdcage. At this sudden attention, Old Scratch flies into a flurry of rage, banging the cage bars, spitting and howling and screaming vile epithets in, a in, a, in infernal at all assembled. His theatrics are received with guffaws and even smatterings of applause, and as the crowd dies down, Saul continues. Of course, he plans on replacing what he loses in gold with the souls of those who don't win. The tournament rules are quite simple. As you play, you earn more chips, and with these chips, you'll be able to bribe your way out of your current hell that you're trapped in. Working your way down deeper until you get to old Scratch's treasury. Current you, currently, all of you are old Scratch's prisoners and in the first of the Hells, Avernus. If you want to work your way down to the ninth circle, you need to win games. Each time you win, you'll be awarded a golden eye. If you come in second, you'll get a silver tooth, and third place wins a copper heart. These bits of flesh and bone are what the devils use in hell for currency. Now what you'll need to pay in order to bribe your way to the next layer of hell. First player to win a game at reaching the Nessus, 
not only wins his winnings for that game, but also earns back his soul and the 10,000 silver coins that the devil put up for this tournament. You can, of course, decide to cash out your winnings at any time you want, but if you do, or if you run out of money entirely, well, that means that old Scratch gets you. Van Caster's skin grins evilly at the caged imp, and it cuts loose, it cuts loose again with another perf- profane tirade. And that earns you the devil's mark. You'll be escorted out of the game hall until the tournament is over. What, you ask, is this dark mark, this devil's mark? I keep saying it wrong. Well, it's something too terribly horrible to even contemplate. But the forfeiture of your very souls it is. But I guess I could show you what it is. Gods know I more than deserve the devil's mark. <laughs> In fact, better make it two, girls! And at that moment, the two succubi accompanying him lean over and each firmly plant a kiss on Saul's cheek with their ruby red lips. Cheers! <laughs> Everyone cheers. Uh, and when they pull away, their lip rouge has left a clearly visible print in the same shocking red on his cheek. Each of his cheeks. Saul beams and cries out, The devil's mock, everyone! Which is greeted with a flurry of shouts, cat calls, and hoots. Now let's cheat the devil and take his gold! which prompts even a more rabid flurry from the imprisoned fiend above. And with that, the tournament begins. All right, fellers and lady fellers. So I imagine they have trackers to keep track. What's stopping me from pulling 20 gold out later on? Well, this is no longer just regular gold. This is their version of gold, which is, they called it, uh, a silver tooth is oh, what you're God. playing with now. So these okay. are actual casino chips now. And then the golden eye and copper hearts are what we'll yeah. get later. Yeah, those are. it's just an easy way for them to translate it into poker chips. All right. Yeah. So, yeah, there's a, there's a variety of different games. Uh, blackjack, probably not going to do Texas Hold'em because that's hard to do. Uh, there's a game called Bounder that we could play. Goulette. Uh, Golem is another game. Skiffs. Some of these games might take a little bit of learning to get down, but or if you guys don't necessarily want to uh, play out every game, you can. We there are rules for quick gambling results done with a d20. I'd like to play a little bit. Yeah, right. I'd definitely like to play. Are we all playing the same game? You don't have to, but at the moment you guys are. Okay. Yeah, if we're if we're assembled more in the crowd rather than at the blackjack table, I'm gonna seek out Elion. Um, Elion. Yeah. You're both sit- still sitting at the blackjack table. Oh, are we? Okay. Yes. I wasn't sure since there was a whole speech if yeah. we, like, so the, went there. Yeah. You guys were sitting watching from, okay. from where you're already sitting. Then I, I look over to Elyon. Um, I nod to one of the other tables be like, you want to wanna go play with a pro? Yeah, absolutely. I'd love right. to learn more. Uh, Orc, what was your name? I l- <laughs> Crow. Crow. Elyon, it was a pleasure to meet you. Best of luck in you the tournament. Too. Thank you. You too. I slip away. I'm still there, so Mr. Crow, want to come play with the big boys? I'm the biggest boy. I appreciate your valor. Where do you want to go? I'm mm. let, let him pick the game that I'm good at. Or gonna try to be good at. 
Goulette sounded interesting. I agree. Goulette. (laughs) So, Eli, you would lead the... Eli, Dane. Dane would lead the group back over to where the the ghoul roulette table was that Mm -hmm. he had already briefly stopped at. There's a there's a good amount of people surrounding this, laughing at the jeers that this ghoul head is throwing out. Uh, you would notice there's probably a plaque kind of sitting next to it, explaining the game a little bit and its history. Or else you can jump in. Uh, would you like to read a little bit about what the game is, or is it pretty much roulette? It's yeah, it's roulette with a, with a fun twist. Okay, um, and it's one one silver bets. To yep. start off everything? Yeah, you can... Three yeah. spots at the table? Yeah. Okay. Then uh, I plant us all next to each other. All right, you all belly up. Mm-hmm. Uh, Leary would sit, would see you sit down and... I'd take off my goggles and kind of look over and i just... She 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 would she'd say your name softly. Dane, uh, hi. Uh, give, a, uh, play, give a little hand wave. I'm like, hey, Leary. Uh, pl- pl- place, place your bets, everybody. Place your bets. One silver One tooth. One silver tooth. Silver All tooth. Right. Silver and tooth. Let's give you a quick how to play. All right. So this there's essentially twelve spots in which you can bet on. So you bet on a number one through twelve. Okay. Uh, each player puts a marker on the number that uh, number of coins on this number. You can so you can bet on multiple numbers if you want. Just like on, on roulette, so that same principle, except the numbers are just one through twelve, blacks and blacks and whites. Don't but we matter. can't do multiple bets because we can only bet one silver, so we can only do one bet. Uh, or else then we'd be throwing like five different one silver bets or something. Yeah, you can throw. You it's a minimum of ten silver per or ten copper per uh, space. Okay. So you at least have to bet a silver. You can bet more than one silver. Okay. Uh, yeah. After bets are placed, the crouper then spins the dungo until he comes until it comes to a stop. Uh, dungo is actually the name of the ghoul head. Aw. So dungo, you know. fucker. Do you guys want to hear the backstory of this ghoulette thing? Yeah. I feel like that might come up as like. Oh, my bad. Maybe Leary would even just spout it as like part of her job. The the font on the name by the picture made her name look like Leary, but her name is actually Lixie. L I X Y. Well, hey, Lixie. Hey, Dan. You were saying my name wrong on our <laughs> date. That's why I never called you back. <laughs> All right, Leary. <laughs> Fucking bitch. Fucking bitch. <laughs> All right. And she actually invented this game. Wait, damn. Yeah. She got the idea for the game after making an unusual discovery while robbing a grave. She found the decapitated head of Dungo, the savage. Dungo was a d- disillusioned bard and priest of Christ- of Calistra, known far and wide for his withering insults, capable of reducing the most confident lord to a shaking mass. Things did not end swimmingly for Dungo, as he was fatally munched by a ghoul. Before he succumbed to ghoul fever, he spat out one last curse that the citizens of Riddleport would be haunted by his sharp tongue for all time. Unfortunately, his curse attracted Callistra's attention, who at the time was in a particularly playful mood. See, she answered Dungo's curse by transforming his head into a magic item, the ghoul, and then the ghouls ate the rest of him. Uh, Dungo retains his vestigial, uh, yeah, vestigial ability to hurl insults even with the lack of lungs. 
Uh, Lixie also found that his insults were rather amusing and decided to turn uh, the strange talking head into a gambling game. She mounted, she mounted Dungo on a wheel and surrounded it with various categories, and the players bet on the category that his head will face uh, after each spin. So yeah, she spins it, and uh, when Dungo comes to a stop, he then issues a raged, an enraged insult at someone based on the particular topic he is looking at on the wheel. Any player who has coins and... Uh, on the subject matter of his insult is paid the amount of coins he bet in the highest denomination. Would we so, say that... Uh, so 15... So like, so this is what happens. You put in 15 silver pieces, uh, or 15 copper pieces, you'd get 15 silver pieces back if you win. So that's the exchange rate. So you get... And you only bet on the numbers? No, yeah. like, half, no black, red? Yeah, just get. numbers or more than one number. So it's tenfold, pretty much? Yeah. If we bet one silver tooth, we'd get ten silver teeth? Yeah. Yeah. Or one gold. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Do we know of Dungo via lore and Riddleport, or are we uh, or are we infamiliar with this tongue-lashing ghoul ass? Uh, there's a good chance that you're... Living since you guys have all been raised in Riddleport, that you might have heard tale of this guy, uh, but this is a rather new game invented specifically for the Golden Goblin by Lixie. Uh, I'm ever so intrigued at Lixie for for this, but uh, I don't know that she got no. Dungo. Yeah, you so. probably don't know some of the backstory of what I said. Uh -huh. I am, but there is a plaque that says uh, a summarized version of that, not calling out Lixie. Okay. Good to know. Uh, I place... Wait, ah. who's placing bets? Place place bets. Do you want to write down, us write down? Yeah, write down mm -hmm. what number... Okay. Write down what number you're putting your bets on. I'm gonna... We're using silver team. I would like to place... One silver on the first... Five numbers, one through five. How many on each? One each. One each? Okay. One silver on one through five. Hmm. Let's do... No. Two on one. Okay. Two on one. Two on two. Okay. One on three. Okay. That's it. All right. Crow, you got bets? I will put one tooth on ten. One silver tooth? All right. Cool. Elyon puts a silver on four, a silver on seven, and a silver on eleven. All right, you guys keeping track of your, what your bets are on? Mm-hmm. All right, then Lixie would spin the ghoul, or spin the roulette table. Whoa. Or does she spin the ghoul? I guess if she spun the table... The ghoul's head would spin. Yeah, so if people put their bets on the table, and then she spins the table, or... But if the bets are on the table... You put your bet on the number, you spin the wheel, and the numbers yeah. aren't, like, actually related. You guys, did I show you guys the picture of this? Yeah. Okay. Whatever. She spins the ghoul. Spinny, spinny ghoul ghoul. And it lands on nine. Any bets on nine? No payout. Nope. And the ghoul would spit out, Cowardly lot, all of you. Bunch of wee baby lasses. Wouldn't get in a fight with a pussycat. Offended. And then, uh, yeah, some people got paid out. You guys, None of you guys got paid out. So, bets in again. Hitting the same for me. 2-1, two, 2-2, one, two, two, one, 3 Okay. 
Yeah, Elyon's gonna do the same. Right. Isn't that your whole? Numbers? Isn't that your whole stack there, bud? Mm, yeah. You got ten you, silver to start. Is that all you have to start? Yeah. Yeah, I had ten. Uh, okay, then I probably shouldn't. Huh? Let's do. Remember your souls on the line. Yeah, I think that like, you Lost can. I think you can cash back in, but. One 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 two. All right. One tooth on seven. You guys can bet copper pieces too, by the way, if you're into that kind of thing. Okay. Which are ten, Less, to, yeah. ten to silver. Yeah, bet's in? Bet's in. Bet's in, and she spins the thing. His head goes round and round. It lands on one. Mm. Nice. I got to pay out. Bunch of ugly fuckers in town today. God, you guys look like you've been playing in the mud all goddamn life. Is this targeted at me because <laughs> I landed the one? Oh, sure. Because he said he attacks who wins, right? I think he just says something at, to just anyone he's kind of looking at, at under that oh, yeah, category. <laughs> All right. Okay. All right. And then she would pay out bets, take any who lost. Bets back in. Hit another one. Oh, yeah. And keeps same bets. One and on four, one on right. seven, one eleven. All right. All right. One three, one five, one six. One eight. One eight. Here we go rolling. And it's a four. Yeah. Mm, no payout. And you, you, you'd see the, the ghoul kind of like sniff a little bit. Ugh. Last time you go, you lot showered. Smell worse than the pigs in the sun. Fuck. Rather smell the toilets than smell you. He's offensive. <laughs> the real <laughs> bastard. The school. It's Dungo, man. Dungo, Dungo. One six, one twelve. One six, one twelve. One seven, one eleven. One seven, one eleven. Three, five, six. Five, six. Bets in. She rolls it, and it lands with a nine again. All right. Look at this little wee baby shaking his boots. Can't even get enough courage to place a bet. Why don't you come play a real game, you little baby? <laughs> Attacked. <laughs> All right. Did anybody win that one? Everyone lost again. Yep. All right. Any more bets? More bets? Place your bets, place your bets. Huh? One five. One five, yeah. One seven, one eleven. Alright. Three five six. Alright. Five. Yeah, baby. God, you guys are worse that worse at this game than my wee baby fetus. Never even got born. Never even pregnated the girl. You guys are still worse than my unejaculated baby. In this in this downtime between games, is there a chance that Lixie has a, Lixie has a speaking moment? Uh, sure. If you want to try and cut in. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna cut in and just be like, where did you find this guy? Kind of as a joke, right? Like, where did you find this guy? <laughs> it's a long story, but I stole him from a two. And then she would bets in, bets okay. in. Wide-eyed behind his goggles, so no one sees. Uh, one, three, five, six. She's keeping her bets. Keeping bets. One, two, one, four, one, six. All right, here we go, rolling it. We got an eight. Mm. Any eights? Oosh. Any, oh, we got a filthy half-orc in the audience tonight, ladies and gentlemen. Look at this creature. God, he's ugly. Yikes. <sighs> they say that the half-orc's the worst parts of both the orc and the humans. You're not wrong. <laughs> Good sense of humor on this orc. Bets in, everybody still playing. We ain't bets in, everybody. How are one, you guys doing? Six, you guys still nine. got money left? I do. Three, five, six. I had, a, I had a payout, yeah. 
keeping one on seven, one on eleven. All right, here we go. Twelve. No Yikes. twelvers. You know, All right. you, kiddo, that's actually a nice suit you got there. Says Dongo. Keep it up. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Uh, Looks way better on you than it did on my dog. God. <laughs> All right, Dongo. I feel you. All right. Three, five, and six, big boy. Place your bets. Bets in. Here we go, people. Yeah, yeah. Holding them. One, three, one, six, one, nine. All right. Threes. Threes nice. have it. Demeanor of presence. God, for a half-orc. God, your pre the presence around you, it feels like being next to a little fairy, not an orc. Gosh, you have a small, small person aura to you. How about you shut up? I'm about to bring you to life and kill you again, stupid ghoul head. And then she flares up and gets all dark <laughs> around her. Roll a will save. Oh. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> 14. All right, you, you, you want to burn this thing, but you don't. Okay. <laughs> Elyon, Elyon, we will win, don't worry. Your anger flares in a fiery matter, but you you push it back down. What's y'all teeth count at? I'm pocket. I tap tap Elyon here, uh, slide three towards the pocket for uh, silver tooth. Silver oh. teeth, so you get three more. Oh, thank you, thank you. She had one left. Yep. <laughs> I, I figured. Uh, so there's three to them. And then everyone else seeming fine. Uh, can I sense? Can I sense the table? Is anyone doing abnormally well? Uh, the general. I mean, Everyone's this, doing this all is right. kind of a crapshoot kind of game. So okay. people are mostly missing, but when they hit it, they yep. kind of gain back all that they've lost. Okay. Kind of one of those games. Like you're slowly gonna lose all your money, but the wins are gonna keep you playing for a while. I'm drinking. If you're at all lucky. Drinking that mead. Uh, feeling good myself. I'll play another round or two. How about you? I'm in for a round or two. I'm All in right. for a couple more. All right. One, 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 two, one, three. Four, seven, nine. That's all right. Seven and 11. Mm. Mm. Six. Nothing. No Shouldn't sixes. Should have said. You know what? After looking at that suit, I fucking hate it. It's bad. There's some bad stitching on the shoulders. Yeah, and one of those fucking... Shoulder pads? You don't got shoulders, boy? Huh? You compensating for your lack of shoulders? Hmm? You born without shoulders, you freak? Lexi laughs at me a little bit. <laughs> she does. She does indeed. Makes shoulders a little tighter so they look smaller. <laughs> I, uh, putting down my bets. Three, five, six. One, two, one, four, one, ten. One on seven. Here we go. Rolling it. Three. Nice. Payout. Payouts. It's hit me. You know, when you win, you're supposed to cheer and be happy, not be sad like a little bitch. Drinks me. <laughs> not my cup of tea. Dane, Crow, either of you need a drink? I'm, I'm looking good. I'm done here. I'd love a drink. All right. She, uh, she goes off to get you a beer. All right, you Thank go. you, miss. You're welcome. <laughs> you go off to get yourself a beer. I roll a perception check. Oh God. 
It's a four plus four eight. Oh man, this crowd's very thick. Do you do you think you know where the the bar is though? And you make your way over, and after maybe taking a kind of going the wrong direction for a second, you backtrack and find your way over to the bar. Uh, what would you what would you like? Could I uh, just get a couple of ales? Yeah, for sure. It'll be uh, two two silver pieces each. Uh, she takes a couple of silver out. How's everything going here? Fucking barely, barely, ba- I shouldn't even be talking to you, I'm so busy, barely keeping it together over here. And then he moves down to another customer. Sounds like you could <laughs> use some extra work as he walks away. <laughs> <laughs> Real life struggle. And a, a small dwarf would, would turn around. Uh, so I, I hear you, you need some work? What, what was that? Yeah, I'm looking for work. I need I need some employment. Do you have anything? Well, I happen to be the manager here of this fine establishment, and we could probably take on some more work. I mean, it's kind of hard to employ somebody right at this moment with the event going on, but yeah, I think if you'd come back tomorrow, we could definitely talk about future employment. All right, I'll take you up. What's your name? I thought Saul was the manager here. Well, Saul's the owner. I'm the floor manager. Some, who, did someone, have you talked to Saul already? Talked to Saul a little bit. He's probably annoyed that he had to, had to stop his business and, and get brought on the stage, but he's usually not too mean of a guy, so he, I, I don't think he would have insulted him. But yeah, we're always, we could always use a little more help around here. I'm looking for his name. Okay. He looks like this guy. Ah. And his name is. Nice beard. Uh, LaRue? 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 Almost. LaRue. L-A-R-U-R. The name's LaRue Felden. LaRue Felden. LaRue Felden. Felden. Pleasure to meet you, good dwarf. I'm Elyon Thresh. Ah, nice to meet you too. I'll come back and I'll find you tomorrow. Ah, Thank you. And he holds up a pint. Cheers. Cheers. I'm off the clock for a little bit. (laughs) Oh, enjoy. Thank you. Uh, She takes the beer back, hands it to uh, Crow. All right, and a few uh, more rounds have gone by. You guys roll me a d20 quick to see what happened when you're gone. Can I use merchant? Nope. Can I use gambling? Nope. All right. Shit. Is there any bonus at all? Uh, Charisma check. Okay, sure. Would I just add my charisma to this roll, or? Yep. Okay, then let's do that. That would be... 17. Two. Kyle, you've lost half of your money so far. And... Half from what I left off with? Yeah. Okay. And then... Eli would have doubled what he had when Elyon left. Okay. Wow. Dane, did I say Eli? I think so. Dane. Elyon comes back with a couple pints. Makes her way back up to her table. Uh, Crow's foot is sitting atop her stool. Saving her place. <laughs> Elyon, what's the haps out there? Pretty busy. Uh, seems like everyone's gambling. Though I did meet a good dwarf manager here who offered me a job. Oh, really? What, uh, what was his state? How was he, he uh, intoxicated-wise? Looked like he was pretty drunk. Right. Uh, looks like there are a lot of drunk folk around. Um, Bar looking pretty busy? Bar's pretty busy, yeah. I think there's a... Uh, Glad to hear the business is bustling for him. Sure there's work to be had around here, and she gives you a little oh, subtle I'm sure. wink. I'm sure. Crow takes the ale. Let's add one more drunkard to the list. 
Cheers to that. Cheers, thank you. Cheers. And a man walks by with a clipboard and tallies down one more. Gives you a thumbs up and walks away. <laughs> Just... <laughs> and would you guys like to keep gambling at the roulette table here? I'll leave this game. Uh... I'll play one more round, see if I'm lucky. Okay, fuck it. Yeah, hit me. Alright. <laughs> Three, five, six. One, four. Did Michael draw? No. Okay, I'm not going to tell you the out. results yet. Is she, is she, is Elyon thrown in? No. Okay. She's not in. Reveals an 11. Mm. Yikes. Nobody? Nope. What is this guy going to say? Mm. <laughs> going to roast us again? Uh, do you guys have the brains of a pile of shit? You stupid, all of you. A whole lot. <laughs> well, then I'll just get up and leave. And Crow gets up from the table. Bye. Uh, well, Lixie, it'll be great to catch up. I'm gonna uh, go. Yeah, come find, come find me sometime. Walk so. And as Dane walks away, uh, fist bumping, <laughs> fist pumping in the air, he nearly <laughs> knocks over the drink of someone, spills, and they get a little angry. <sighs> uh, roll a diplomacy check. <laughs> Sir, you see, I just, I was, uh, I was really trying to just nine. <laughs> you spilled me goddamn beer. What are you gonna do about it, huh? And he shoves you a little bit. Gives me a little shove. I uh, just, I take off my goggles. I go, good sir, good sir, re- relax. How about this? How about what? For your woes, I give him. What's the price of a drink here? About a gold. I got silver pieces. All right. Five for the fancy drink. I give him enough for like two. So okay. ten silver. I step I'm up and like, I push him. I'm like, you know I what? I push the guy that pushed Dane. I'm like, <sighs> you're so... And then after, How would you back off? After she pushes him, I walk up to his face and I intimidate him. Holy shit. All right, so Dane is about to hand him money. Elion comes in, pushes him, forces Dane to drop some of the gold uh, to the floor, or the silver to the floor. All right. Crow comes in with trying to intimidate. What does Crow say or do? Why don't you watch where you're going? I uh, roll intimidate intimidation check. Are you trying to intimidate as well? Yeah, I'll... Would you like to aid or would you like to do your own? I'll do my own intimidate. Okay. 14. 14? Two people coming up all sus on him. 24. All right, so he... Oh, <laughs> Ogro is bad. <laughs> I got that switch flip. I go right, from... So after things kind of being calmed down and then two people coming in hot, this guy, he kind of just cowers away, uh, goes down to the ground and just, like, sweeps up the silver pieces <laughs> and tries to, like, crawl through the crowd to get away from you guys. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> Spills the rest of his drink trying to get the other pieces from the ground and then makes his way away from okay. you guys. I pick up the rest of the coins, anything that I see that dropped, wow. and I give it back to Dane. I say, Dane, come on. Wow. You're worth more than you, that. You don't you have to give really, your coin uh, to anyone. You don't have to take that, bro. You two really helped out there. Uh, that's that's good to hear. Thank you, guys. Gals. Bros. 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 Thank you, bros. Bros. Respect. Uh, sliding up to the bar, I'm going to get myself another drink. Bartender looking as dis- disheveled as before. It probably takes forty-five seconds to two oh, minutes before he, he, minutes. he makes his way over to you. Yeah. Oh, what, what, what do you need? What do you need? Uh, uh no, 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 What do you need? need? What do you need? A couple of beers, please. You're, you're, I'm the bartender. <laughs> yeah. Well, is there anything that you need that isn't a drink, there, bud? You look like you're down on your luck. Mm, 
I could use something to keep me going for the rest of the night. Got a little zip zip. I just uh, slide the boy a bag of pesh and then the amount for a drink. Uh, just for when you get yourself a chance to take a break. Slide uh, him that. Yeah, he... He likes me a little. Yeah, he grabs the... Are you charging him for it? No, it's the, one, it's the, it's the weak pesh that okay. I had. Not, okay. not the good stuff. It's like, oh, that, that's just my bag. <laughs> Thank you. He quickly he put, puts it in his back pocket. Uh, free, free drink. Got other... Uh, anyone else going to need some of that? Uh, got other uh, workers here that uh, looking a little down. I'm assuming this guy knows who does and doesn't do shit at his work. Uh, so let's see. He could like point at the dwarf even. <laughs> so he quick moves out that little door that you see kind of behind the, mm-hmm. the bar area. He goes, I, one second. He goes back there. Mm-hmm. I, I actually should draw out those the insides of this place because it might not be a connecting room. But either way, uh, he would come back out a second later, uh, follow me, buddy, and he would say, just hop over the bar. All right. Does a quick little slide over the bar. Yep. Slides over, the, slides over the bar. Uh, he sits you down next to, or he brings you to a guy. He goes, all right, all right this, this, here's, this here's Finn. He takes care of some of the more, uh, less conspicuous sales, uh, let's say. All right. Uh, introduce myself to Finn uh, as I walk into the room. I'm just, hey, uh, my name's Dane. Uh, hey. I represent. Uh, I'm Finn. Oh, I'm Finn. I uh, was just uh, seeing that your workers are looking a little downtrodden. Is there any uh, type of type of help that you uh, guys could need for you know the uh, chemical sorts? Uh, well, believe it or not, we could use uh, we could use uh, re-up on our supply on some some things. Uh, we're running a little low here. We don't usually do too much business, but we do have some key players that yeah. like to come back here. I just notice it's busy enough that you guys might be in tune for the night. Yeah, you smell the incense and some else lingering in the mm, air. Yes. The famous smell. <laughs> maybe some opium, maybe some pesh, I don't know. I don't know what this guy's it doing. Smells like, smells like some pesh have been run through here recently. Uh, yeah, so we're, near, we're nearly <laughs> out on all restores of pesh. Of pesh. Mm-hmm. I could go for, maybe go for something to keep us stimulated for the rest of the night. You got any all night? I actually do happen to be sitting on a little bit all night for you. How uh, much? We could take maybe all that off your hands at this rate. Well, yeah. I mean, if you got more than three workers, I think you could use it tonight. Uh, plus the people <laughs> coming and looking for me. Well, I <laughs> suppose. <laughs> what, uh, <laughs> what are you thinking uh, for all night there? I'm looking like I got ten... You I got, got ten doses? Ten doses. Well, I'll, take, I'll take all those off your hands. Take all of them. Uh... Do a little bit of bartering with the guy to get a good price for both me and oh, him. I'll do. I'll buy the lot of you, lot off it for five hundred. What did we end up? Their anyway. full price is seventy five per. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna do a little bit of talking with the guy. Um, see if I can't barter it up to six. Yeah. Give me a roll, merchant. There. Twenty two. Ooh. Say what you want to. Oh, um, how much do you want to sell it for? Oh yeah, I was gonna shoot for six hundred on the whole lot, uh, and then maybe we can talk prices on the other stuff. But that's just to start the all night. Yeah, you know what? I, I I'll, I'll I'll give you the six hundred for it. I right. we're gonna go through this, and I'm up. I'm already up charging quite a bit. So I'll, I'll be honest. I know how it goes. Uh, so he does take that from me. Yeah, I was he right. would buy that from you for six hundred gold. Um, That's a lot of cash. You're making some big money. 
So this, this is like, the night I was waiting for. You're putting like five silver on the table, and Elyon's like, oh, this is like meals and <laughs> yep. no big deal. You're whatever. Yep. So when you slid me those three silver, she was super grateful, but she yep. don't care. Yeah. I didn't really think about it. I was trying to keep you in the game because I maybe like you. Um, I uh, Silver coins and silver teeth are different. Right. I yeah. like to uh, see if he has need for the pesh black as well. If he you has pesh black? Uh, I Dude. didn't say it yet. Uh, <laughs> uh, if if you're in the need of pesh too, uh, I have some oh, you fine got some good stuff. I have some of the finer stuff. Uh, Let's see it. Are Let's you gonna be able see it, huh? Hey, hey, how about this? How about this? You get it, I'll give you a good price on this. We do we do a little bit right now, right? Okay, yeah. All right. Swap uh, some pesh with you. I pull out the decent last bag I have of just the normal pesh. Um, we do. Each take probably like a half dose of pesh. Sure. Um, I'm gonna explain that one. Pesh. Uh, none. Um, so after we do that line, he's feeling nice and saucy. I'm feeling nice and saucy. Yeah, one second. I'm looking uh Slightly hallucinogenic, can be aggravating, but mainly euphoria. Alright. So, yeah, so I'm assuming I'm assuming for... people that are really good at doing it get the euphoria and not the anger. Yeah. Got some of that for me. You ain't in this yeah, room. Over there. <laughs> I went behind the bar. You're sitting there drinking. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> I'm in a back room making cash money. Oh, one sec. We can also check back on them to see what they're doing if you would like to. You don't have to do an entire transaction with me. Right. By the way, just as an aside, for the people listening, the map that we're working on is like the size of this table, and it's drawn out for the entire bar, and it gives a good idea of the scale that we're working at. It's actually really, it's really nice. Good job, Allard. I think it's like a 30 inch by 30 inch, something like that, uh, building. Wow. But it's a really not. small building. There. Well, <laughs> you're right. Uh, on the map. That was a medium. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. I was looking up, gonna do the like some sort of effects of it, but I don't see that. I don't know what I'm looking for. I think it's more of a flavor effect than the roll affecting effect. Yeah, just unless you're probably hopped on it. Give me, just give me a fortitude, fortitude save. Okay. Hit you with the fort. We are talking good. Yeah, we're good. Uh, nineteen plus. Yeah. You're not 21. addicted to it, don't worry. 21. I'm You're chilling. You're chilling. You're chilling. We do a bump of that. What's he think? Oh, dude, this is some good shit right here, man. All right. Well, uh... Change accents, it's so good. <laughs> Damn, you got zonked, bro. Dude, bro. Uh, I would I'm like to good, move... I'm man. I'm good. I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm gonna get some more of that. So I'm gonna upsell this a uh, little... Upsell this a little now that he's feeling good. I'm feeling good. Mm-hmm. What we have here is uh, the finest pesh I've found in many, many years. This is uh, pesh black. It is notorious oh, for being really? Where'd you fantastic. Find this shit, man? You got a good hookup? Well, I guess I am the hookup. I'm a great crafter of uh, you refine this shit? drugs and I can refine, but I, I'm pretty sure I bought this lot. Okay. Uh, yeah, man. Do you have a card or something? <laughs> you got a fucking what's card? It's your, your number, man. I uh, give him a piece of paper that uh, has just my name, and that's 
Well, I shouldn't give an address, huh? Well, you don't have to give a card. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have to give a card. Dude, stop back in here sometime after after the tournament. We'll look something up. All right. We'll look something up, yeah. With the pesh? Yeah, do you want to do you want to sell some of this now? I can now? have some of it right now for you, man. Dude, how much you got? We're looking at... We're getting rid of everything we're, we're, we have tonight. Okay. Uh, right now, there I'm... Like 200 plus people in this place right now. Yeah. He's feeling saucy. I'm feeling saucy. Well, I tell you, I got another 10 of that pesh. Uh, if you take it off of me, what was the good price for the pesh? I think the pesh black was 100 It per... was expensive. Um, so if I go to move 10 of them, I'll give it to you for 800 850 Make a Make a check. Yeah. Okay. Can't see. Nice. Uh... 16? 16. Dude, that sounds like a good price to me. Okay. He ton he takes 10 for 600 or 650. I thought you said 8. Eight or I mean 850. 8, 850. I'll do 850. Do yeah. He throws the 850 per. Uh, or not per, I mean for the whole lot there. Yeah. Um, okay. Then I uh, thank him very much and say the the rest is yours to do with too. The little bit of remainder of pesh we had laying uh, from our dosage. Thanks, that's man. yours for sure. Uh, gives you a, a tap on the ass. A little, a little tap on the ass. <laughs> a, a little dreamy handshake. All right. Uh, it's been nice meeting you, Finn. I'll uh, be back. Uh, I'll be back another day. Yeah, bro. Keep it keep it classy, Mister Suit Man. Those shoulder pads. Nah, man. <laughs> I'm just broad. Walks out the door. <laughs> That guy lives. I back at the table. Were you guys still at the roulette? Or they were at the bar. With no, me. we were at the bar. You're yeah. at the bar. All right. Probably still. I just hopped over. Going. Okay. Probably so, had a couple. Did you guys meads. go back gambling? Are you still doing this while Eli was back? He was probably back there for like 15 or so minutes. So. Was doing you, drugs. <laughs> what do you guys like to do in that time? If Curl wanted to gamble, I'd follow. But otherwise, I'm um, just kind of chilling. I got one silver. Tooth and I'm hanging on. I got to it. I got five teeth. I could I could throw down for a little bit. So if um, you guys were going back over to gamble, we could do just uh, to simulate some time happening. Just roll a roll a d20 check, a charisma check to see how much. Unless you have profession gambler, then you can do a profession gambler check, or else it's a straight charisma for d20 roll to see how you've been winning. Eli doesn't make this roller because he was selling drugs. Oh, nice. Ooh, not bad. All right. Okay. Sixteen. Seven. 16, Kyle, you, your crow would win uh, about 20, about a quarter back of what he had. So you'd have a quarter more of what you had before. So five? So five, mm. how many times? So you'd have, let's give you two more silver pieces. And you're down to five copper pieces. Ooh, okay. Can you I can even play with five copper pieces? I can. Uh, some places. All right. We have to hit that table again. That was the winner. <laughs> that table is a good winner that we were at. The goulette. Goulette. It was easy to easy to ten times your money, you know what I mean? Well yeah, if you still want to gamble you could you could cash in another another gold piece if you want. She's gonna wait for now. Okay. It's not really eight. Yeah, the minimum bet for the goulette is ten copper pieces. Oh, okay. you, since you only have five, you'd have to go to a different place to play that lower bet. Okay. How many times can we just keep cashing in gold to re up our lives? <laughs> uh, I'll give you two 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 re ups. Okay. Just to keep it, yeah, keep it, keep it classy, keep it classy. All right, let's let's get ghouly. You want to ghoul again? Dane, you're back. I uh, 
Can't stay away, what can I say? <laughs> Anyways, here's my butt. <laughs> she blushes us a little bit. No. Oh, Yon's gonna wander off. Okay. She's gonna walk around and just try to feel the crowd out. I like having a scout on the All outside. Alright, right, let's do a couple things with Goulette. Place your bets. Alright. Three, five, six. Alright. One, four, one, eight. Alright. It's a nine. That sucks. Another you over one. there shaking in your boots. You're gonna lose all your money, huh? You're gonna lose your money. Your fucking money's gone. Money's all that means anything to me. All right, bets out. Bets active. Um, Rolls again. Uh, okay. It's another nine. I wasn't. I didn't bet. All right, well, you didn't bet yet, so we'll reroll. Put your bet in. All right. One ten. Three. Shit. Nobody wins. I won. You won. Come on. All right, hold. How did you notice you standing over there? Short fuck. <laughs> Rude. <laughs> uh, Elion, what are you what are you trying to do? She oh, yeah, fucking cheers. If she wants to work here, she's just gonna try to get a feel, see who the employees are, just any information she can gather. Mm-hmm. Just try to improve her odds of possibly getting a job. You know, like you're trying to talk to employees? Or just yeah. like watch them. If you try to, to talk to any of them, roll a diplomacy check to see if you can get in any of their attentions. Okay, if she sees one that's not too busy, she'll go up and start checking. They're all busy. Okay, then she's gonna not talk to any of them. Okay. <laughs> and she's gonna just like, you know, she's gonna like read the menu. So if she has like a job interview, she'll be like, oh, your, okay. your <laughs> goblin, golden goblin burger has 14 pickles and whatever. <laughs> that's her Four goal. That sounds pickles. awesome. Yeah. I want a goblin burger. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> the golden goblin burger is just two golden Plated brown buns. buns just filled with pickles. Because <laughs> it looks like goblin meat or something, like green and yeah. nasty. Yeah. It's a bestseller. It's a specialty. Mm-hmm. Any fans out there, make us golden goblin burgers, send them to us. Yeah. We'll yeah. love it. So as you're out there walking around, kind of checking in the place, and you guys are still gambling, uh, roll me one more gambling check quick here. Both us here? Yeah. 19 oh, plus crap. 120. One. one. You lost half your stuff. Shoot. And you got a 20, Eli? Yeah. Shit. I keep going different pages. We out here gambling hour. hard tonight, boys. So you've won back like 100% of what you had, so, so just double, double it. it. Double what you had. Yeah. What are you sitting at for your shit right now? Uh, For silver teeth? Yeah. 116. 116 yeah. silver <laughs> yeah. teeth? Yeah. Wow. So you, you know you cash those in for gold pieces and you can move up. I, I was like, wasn't it 100 you got up or something like that? You have to do it in steps. So it's not oh, okay. 100, it's 100 from the last step. Oh, okay. So to cash in this first one, you hand in. I wanted to know what the cash in thing was yeah. again. Yeah. So you cash in. I want to go uh, up tiers, man. So you have basically 16 gold pieces right now. Uh, you would go up to exchange in three of them right away for uh, a badge of dis. Or wait. There's one gold piece for a badge of dis right now, so one first. And then three more for a badge of herbus. So that brings you to 12. Uh, you would cash in five more for a badge of... Wait, isn't it 10 silver for a gold? Yeah. yeah. So he so has 16 did, gold total. He had 116 silver so, pieces. Wouldn't that be like Oh, almost? you see, I assume 160. 116. Almost, so he has almost so have, 12. Okay, so you have 11. Yes. Sorry. So after the so four, you would have 
seven left, uh, and then you have five more. Now you have a badge of, I don't know what letter these are because it's in some weird font. Okay. But basically, Flesthon, mm -hmm. badge of Flesthon, something, maybe that's a B. Plebeian, Plebeian, I don't know. <laughs> but you have one of those badges, so you are, you are now at, you've gone one, two, three, you are now at the fourth level of hell and you have how many left two two gp left basically and then some solar pieces and six solar pieces all right you cash those in cool beans elion's looking around and as you're cashing in and elion's looking around maybe are you still sitting at a gambling table uh cool all right so as this is happening saul would actually go back up to the podium can I have your attention, please? Settle down, settle down. I think I lost his accent, but we'll find it again. It is, yes, yeah, sure. It's all. Uh, so, thank you again for everybody coming here. Uh, we're just gonna, I just like to give you attention uh, quick here to shout out our band playing. Uh, there has been a band in the back corner playing some jaunty jigs, some kind of background music for everyone. Uh, now we'd just like to feature them. Uh, just to get, just to show them off. I think they're going to be a house band that we're going to have here for a while. So we want to, want to see how the, how you react to them, whatnot. So please welcome, uh, Andrew. Is there a name for the bard in his band? The bardsman. Please welcome the bardsman. And with that, the the lighting would almost magically change as dancing lights sprout up above the the bard's head and almost spotlight him and his other three bandmates, one playing an upright bass, one playing a violin, and one sitting behind a rudimentary trap set. Uh, the, he would magically change the color of the braziers sitting next to him to maybe like a, a blue and a red or a red and a, a more of a gold color as he would step forth. Uh, pushing his keyboard instrument, uh, clavichord, uh, in, out in front of him. Uh, anybody who would be detecting magic at this point uh, would feel enchantment auras coming off of this keyboard as he would step forth. Uh, I don't know what you guys are going to sound like, but thanks everybody for coming. Uh, I'm going to sing you a song. I hope you like it. And as this bard starts playing, everybody make me a will save. 19. 19. 24. 24. 10. 10? Alright, as he would start playing, uh, Elyon and Dane would notice a, a compulsion feeling towards watching this guy, but you guys would shake it off. You, uh, Crow, however, are just totally enthralled by this guy playing right now as he does his thing. Rock on, man! And he plays. Don't trust the devil chest of gold your quest 
that's given is not what you Everybody, uh, make perception checks. All right. 40,000 little pieces of silver. 11. Forged with 15. Sin. Elias, she would notice somebody next to her drop some gold pieces on the floor and kind of just not pay attention to what's going on. I grab them. Grab this person in the crowd. She pushes you off of her. What the fuck are you doing, girl? Oh, sorry, sorry. Sense motives. Five. Five? You, you just think she dropped her shit. And at that moment, the brazier erupts with bright light, blinding everybody. Everybody make uh, fortitude saves. Yikes. I'm wearing my goggles. It's a will save, my bad. Will save. 18. 15. 23. All right, you guys are, you all get, your eyes are dazzled by the bright light, but you guys are not blinded. Uh, it seems like maybe the entire audience is uh, is blinded by this. Uh, as, all right, and, and immediately after the explosion, you see some people from in the audience draw, what are they drawing? Drawing some weapons and pushing crowd members out of the way. Everybody roll for initiative. Ooh. Okay. That's a nat 20. Dane got a nat 20? Yeah, making it 26. All right. Plus four initiative, and I have a perk of reactionary for plus two. Anybody else? 14. Okay. Got a 12. 12? All right, so as this surprise round happened and blinded you all, because you didn't, you might have had a chance, Michael, if you would have made that sense motive check to think that something's up and maybe acted in the surprise round, but you just thought that she had dropped her chips. That was actually her signal to tell everybody not to look at the braziers of her group around her was spilling those coins. Oh, okay. And uh, so this girl who spilled her coin, her coins, uh, she is... Dressed more almost like a Parisian gypsy type woman. She has a, an eye patch over one eye. And she starts off by orat- orating loudly. All right, folks, drop to the ground and don't try anything stupid. We might let you live. All right, and that's the surprise round. Uh, first up in this new initiative is Dane. You see uh, you're almost dazed for a second as, as blinding lights go off. Uh, and you see a bunch of, of people in the crowd just pull out weapons and start pushing people and, and moving up towards guards. So We didn't talk about prepping any extracts? Yeah, you, you, you just so didn't. So he just didn't? He just, okay. he, I guess he didn't. Okay. Unless you want to retcon say that he does that in the morning. Takes a minute. Yeah, each one, then I can make two. So two minutes this morning I did it. Yeah, sure. I just picked two of them. Yeah, which one's okay. right now? Right now? Which ones did you prepare? I prepared... Ten. What would I have thought of? Nine. Blurred movement. Eight. Crafter's fortune. Seven. Okay. Blurred mo- blurred movements and crafter's fortune. Cool. So you notice the people. So all of the sultan kind of looking guys with scimitars. They're the. Uh, there are 
they're the main bodyguards and there are two other guards over here. Everybody else has kind of stepped up two guards to kind of try to block off what's going on here. This guy's gonna go this one. So Dane, you're up. What does he do? Where's the, uh, where's that, uh... The chest is in the middle? Or what are you, are you asking? Goulet. The goulet. Uh, let's say that you guys... Or somewhere that corner, here. okay. Yeah, um, here. You were walking around, placed yourself wherever you would have walked around to. Crow was at the table. Dane left it at some point, too. Mm, I, last thing I had heard that I, we were doing our betting, and then you said the bard. Uh, okay, yeah. so you're at the roulette as well? I, yep. Okay, cool. You're both at the roulette. Yeah. I uh, look to um, Lixie, and I just go, we have to go now. And then, like, gesture towards the door. Does she move? I, she'd be like, she would, she'd move with you, yeah. All right, we both like crouch down, and I start trying to move towards this back. All right, so with all of the, with all of the people and the crowd in here, everything's difficult terrain. So you're gonna okay. be able to move half your movement speed. Uh, crouch, trying to stay below everyone. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, we can move half. Uh, these doors are windows. Those are doors. Okay, then we'll just move towards some doors. I'm assuming she would know where more than I would. Yeah, this she would way. be like, ah, this this way. There's rooms this way. We can hide. Start crawling. Yeah. So you guys crawl over to one of those doors. Uh, next, it is some other guy's turn. This guy, he would start taking out a scroll and moving towards the store. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. Uh, since he'd be drawing a scroll, would that be like a move action so he could double, he can draw the scroll as on his move and then move again? And he would get right up to the chest. So then it is this girl's turn who dropped her coins. She's over here. She tries to daze this guard over right next to her. He has to roll a will save. He fails his will save. He is dazed for one round. Then she moves to join this other guy over here. Then it would be Crow's turn. Hmm. Not really sure what's happening, so I don't. You can hold if you want. Don't know who to be targeting, if anybody. Who's good and bad right now? <laughs> I know. I don't know. I don't right. know if I should be running and hiding or trying to. Or fight. popping off. Right. I think I'm gonna assume this surprise round is very interruptive of the overall event, so I'm gonna yeah. target... This killed the whole event. Uh, most of the population in this are blinded right now. There are people screaming. People think that they're permanently blinded. They're losing their minds think, thinking that they're blind now. They can't see. People are bumping into each other. People are trying to make their way out of the door. It's causing a bunch of chaos. I'm just gonna turn towards this interrupting fellow right here, okay. kind of in front of the guard, and I'm just going to pop an icicle at him. Okay. He's going to get a plus two on his AC because of all the, like, bodies around him. He's got partial cover. Praying to for asthma for a good roll. So it's only eight. I just wanted to know eight? what... All right. You, it's all right. You missed. You missed your icicle. It nearly hits another patron. Then we'll go Elyon. Can Elyon take a look so what are the what's the guard next to me doing? Uh, the guard next to you 
Uh, he's like he as the I don't know bandit came up in front of him. He just kind of prepared his stance, ready to go on his action to to fight this guy. All right, seeing that he wants to fight. I'm gonna, as sneakily as possible, try and throw some acid in this guy that's moving up on him. Yeah. Try and throw some acid into his face. Oh, I'm doing it. Roll a like a range, like a range touch attack, I guess. Range touch, yeah. Right in his face. Oh, that's not gonna hit. Miss. Seven. All right. It, it's you, he as he steps, as he's walking forward. He kind of lunges, and you throw it, and it kind of he steps forward of your throw. And it starts sizzling the pant leg of the, some person that was behind him. <laughs> okay, and then I'm gonna try and move out. I'm gonna s- try and sneak away, slide through the crowd towards Dane and uh, Crow. Do it. Dane is sneaking his way over here uh, with uh, Lixie, and Crow's still at his post right there. And now, I uh, now all of the bandits are gonna go. So this one is going to attack. The guy in front of him. Let's see what he's got here. He, you would, you would all see that all these bandits, well, the bandits that you were right next to and whatnot, they, they actually pull out saps. So these are actually non-lethal weapons that they're using. He rolls a 13, plus two is a 15. He hits this guard for five points of non-lethal damage. This guard nearly goes unconscious. He almost stumbles to the ground, but he's able to kind of limply keep himself upright. Uh, Then it's going to be this one's turn. He's also going to roll. He hits as well for four damage. Then this one's going to attack nat 20. Nat 20 on that. Mm. Dead. That guy is super unconscious. Uh, Next is this guy. He's also going to attack... He misses. Uh, then it is, I think that's all of them actually. Wait, one, two, three, there should be one more somewhere. There should be one more somewhere. The one walking up to the pedestal. No, those are two special characters. Did I miss one of them? How many guards do I have here? One, two, three, four. Yeah, I need one more. I need one more, you guys, one sec. Was that red guard good or bad? All the red guards are good. Okay. So this guy, he's gonna attack this guard. Oh, that's not the right dice roll. And he nat 20s. What wow. The and he confirms. Two, two plus three plus four. Nine. Uh, that guard is unconscious as well. These guys are taking out the guards. All right, so this guy's down, this guy's down, and this guy's down. And now it is the guard's turn. Uh, this guard's gonna step up and attack him. And he misses. That guard's gonna attack back. He, oh, that's gonna hit. That's gonna hit. These guards don't give a fuck because they're using lethal weapons. 1d6 plus two, six points of damage. This guard's gonna attack him. And that's gonna hit. And that's gonna be another six points of damage. And now it's back up to Crow's turn. No, Dane's turn. Dane was first. 
Dan, you're scooting along the ground I'm with scooting with along. Lixie trying to get. Can we get through that door in this turn? Yeah, you can open the door and move through. All right, uh, I open the door, uh, get through into a safe back room there. Yeah, it opens up into a hallway, uh, and there are doors on either side of it as it kind of goes down. I just say you have to get out of here. Uh, we'll meet up afterwards, but you gotta go. Uh, okay, okay where, do, where should I meet you? Uh, probably back here tomorrow. Uh, <laughs> okay, I do work here, so I'll be uh, here tomorrow. How do I get into the upper balcony area? The upper balcony? That's on the that you go to the all all the way to the other side of the of the building, and there are stairs through. Probably its doors are probably locked at this point. We don't want a bunch of patrons kind of going up and around in random spots. Mm -hmm. I need I need high ground. Where can I find it? There's not much high ground in this Lixia. area. There, there, so you would see out, and there are the ceilings are kind of low. Mm -hmm. I'll actually show you a little picture here of what the, the gambling area looks like. Cool. I guess it doesn't really show the ceilings as much. Is there any? But that's what the gambling is. The area bar looks probably like. like the highest ground, really. Like yeah. Being on top of shit. Okay. Sounds yeah. good. Um. I mean, I guess the ceilings, they're like the ceilings that you see are like faux ceilings, kind of like drapes of curtains, kind of ewing along the, right. along the ceiling there. Um. Well, she splits. I'm gonna take uh, the rest of my turn to prep an arrow with Gildeburn oil. Do it. You did that. Cool beans. That was a move and a standard, so there you go. Yes. And now, I put down my thing. Dang, a crow. No, wait, it's this other guy's turn first. Special, yeah. Special guy's turn. I gotta get back over to my page. He rolls on the scroll. Oh, shit. He rolled a nat one on his attempt to use his scroll. Oh. And it was a scroll of, a scroll of uh, shrinking, and it backfires on him, and all of his clothes shrink and rip off his body, and now he's standing there naked. <laughs> and he's like, uh, what the fuck, no, no! Bail, bail, he says! <laughs> uh, he yells bail, and he starts trying to run out. All right, so now it's gonna be the eye-patched woman's turn. Uh, seeing her partner's clothes shrink and burst off of him uh, and not shrink the chest like it was supposed to. Her eyes would go wide and she'd be like, grab what you will, boys, and get out of here. And she would cast Daze on this guard right next to her. He saves. And then she would try and make her way back around and out. So five, 10, 30, right about there. She makes it do about there. Now it is Crow's turn. Okay, I so the the unconscious guards unconscious guards have negative one like they have below zero hit points, right? Yeah. Okay. I am gonna cast stabilize on the guard closest to me because I don't have to move. Actually wait, that guard might actually that might that one's the staggered one. So he is He's, he's, he's up okay. He's fine. Mm. Not fine, but almost almost good. Alright, I will just pop another icicle at my man. Actually, my aggression's pretty high right now. I'm gonna pull out my falchion, run up to this guy, and give him a good old whack. Do it. Do it. Whack that guy. Roll the hit, baby. Oh, I'll whack him. Here we go. Oh, nat 20, baby. Oh, roll the confirm. Five, like nine or something. Alright, doesn't confirm, but I'll give you an exploding die. Roll damage. 2d4. Roll them. Two fours. 
They both explode. Those both explode. Hell yeah. So roll them again. Roll them Just again. one at a time or both yeah. at the same time? It doesn't time. matter. Okay. Roll them again. Okay. And then and two ones. And two ones, so, so that ten. Ten plus, what's your oh, strength? plus three. Plus three, so, so 13, 13 points of damage. You come up and just gouge this guy and he just crumbles to the ground. Did my part, boys. <laughs> the, the, the guard who is like barely on his feet, he would nod at you and thanks. And yeah, then it's- I give him a thumbs up. Then it's Elyon's turn. Okay, how, so they're moving towards the door, the, like the main entrance? Yeah. Okay, are there a bunch of people over there? What's that door I, look like? There's a bunch of people trying to flood out of here right now. Are they successfully flooding out? Yeah, kind of slowly, haphazardly, but there are people getting out. Okay, what I wanted to do would be a bad idea. So we'll she's going to instead <clears throat> do a, she's going to throw an acid splash at the woman, the woman's closest to the door. She's way over here. She's over there. Okay. Oh, I can't. I don't think I can throw. Yeah, yeah I'm going to move she's up. She's like 40, 50 feet away from me at this point. Okay, I'm going to get closer, kind of put myself near the door, but not directly between the two. All right, cool. Oh, and it is difficult terrain still, so half movement. She didn't even get that far. Whole, whole room is? Yeah, everyone, as people are still trying to flood out and whatnot. Okay. I think I need to double check my movement. I don't know if I technically would have gotten up to that guy. I didn't think about that. Oh, it's too late. I didn't. I didn't say. I didn't okay. remind you until now. But all right, she's gonna get closer and she's gonna throw an acid splash at the same person she did before. All right. Huh. Uh, nat one. Ah, you missed. Okay. You missed. Start sizzling some people's shoes as they're running out. God. Sticking to the floor. No, I'm stuck. And they pull their shoes free, and half of it rips. Half of it's still stuck to the floor. Now it's going to be the bandits' turns who are still up. That one goes. He's going to attack the guard in front of him. And with a plus two, that's going to be 13. That's his exact AC. And he knocks this guard unconscious. Uh, the next one who's still up is the one just to the right of the chest. He's going to attack the guard there, and that's going to hit for four. Right, so he's unconscious. Then it is going to be, there's one more. This one's turn. He, he grabs a lady next to him, give me your fucking necklace, and he rips her necklace off and, and goes to try and pilfer more stuff from, a, from another guy. Uh, that's, then it's going to be the remaining guard's turns. Uh, this guy, he, he, he swigs himself a potion, uh, stays where he's at. Uh, this guy, 5, 10, 15, tries to get right up on uh, the now naked guy escaping and tries to take a swipe at him. Nat 20, doesn't confirm. Dude, he might take this dude out. He takes this guy down. Nice. Freaking nice. And through the the girl with the eye patch would see her naked companion Fongo. Uh, Angfar, no! Making it. Is there any other guard standing? No other guard standing at this point. So back to top of the order. Uh, that guy. No, Dane. Dane's up. I uh, I emerged from the door to see half of the half of the rooms dropped uh, as far as guards. 
Oh, and also by this time, the the band has become unblinded, uh-huh. and they start playing a, a jaunty tune, and everyone's gonna, and they're gonna inspire confidence, uh, or inspire competence in all of you. You now have plus ones to attack and damage. Nice. I uh, I can see. Uh, I'm gonna use my entire move. Normal. Yep. So I'm gonna go 30 to the bar, or 30 to the, yeah, for high ground. Okay. So 5, 10. Okay. That's your full round action. Yep. Uh, now it the, the naked guy's turn, but he is unconscious. He stabilizes. Then it's the eye patch girl's uh, turn. She tries to desperately escape. She's gonna. Uh, she's just gonna try and make her way to the door. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, double move. That's her turn. Alright, Crow's turn. I'm gonna just... Um... Let's see, okay. Do a little movement right there, and then I'm gonna pop this guy with an icicle. Nice. Uh, he's gonna have a partial cover still. Uh, roll your, roll your attack. So it'll be 14, 15 with plus one. That's gonna hit. Nice. Roll damage. Cool. Five plus one is six. Nice, and that guy falls unconscious. Nice. Bleeding out, his frozen blood dripping and hardening at the edge of the icicle. Two down. Two down. Uh, Your turn, Elyon. Elyon's gonna move closer to the door. She does. Five, ten. She's gonna hold her action, and if someone gets within range of her, she's gonna throw an acid splash. Okay. Or ready, ready in action. Okay. Cool, cool. Then it's gonna be the rest of the bandits' turns. Uh, first, it's gonna be this one. He uh, too is gonna try and steal some stuff off some people. Uh, you would see them doing this. He manages to maybe steal some more gold off of a person, and then he's going to—he's going to try and stop one of these guards, if, all, if at all possible. So he's going to go five, ten, fifteen, twenty, twenty-five. Eh, he's not going to get all the way up to the guard. He's going to go about there. Now he's within range of uh, your acid splash. If you'd like to do that. Oh yeah. Range touch. Coming in hot. It's a 19. Yeah, even with partial cover, that's gonna get him. Is that a D3? I think it is. It's actually a 22 because uh, plus one confidence on your attack. Oh, yeah, yeah. Do I get a damage on this also? Okay, so that's three damage. Alright, three damage. And that guy only had two left and he falls. Face starts to melt. Nice. Nice. He should have left when he might have had a chance. He was right next to the door. What a stupid guy. Uh, last guard's turn. This guy, he's gonna try and steal something off somebody, and then tries make try and make his way. Five, ten, fifteen. This other guy's gonna also try and bolt out after five, ten, fifteen. I. Uh, back to the top of the order. And at this point, the crowd is dispersed enough so where you're no longer, uh, you're 
your speed is no longer encumbered. But it's no longer difficult terrain, so I'm trying to say. So. Top of the order, me? Top of the order, Dane. Okay, Dane's gonna move to the top of the more stands here so you can higher ground. Alright. Uh, taking the dart that's not my, or the arrow that's not the one dipped in Geldeburn, I'm gonna take a shot at the person by the door. Okay. That one there. Alright. I'm gonna uh, say. Uh. There's a bunch of dead people bothering me and I am. There's yeah, maybe, sure. Maybe some people. I was gonna say Elyon might kind of be in your way, but it's close enough to not. 20 to hit with the plus one. Alright, nice. That's, that's gonna hit him. Alright. Full damage. 1d8. For 6 damage. 6 damage? Nice. He's not looking very good. Starts limping with the limping. Gets get dark. There. Yeah. It's a good dart. It's that good, good dart. Uh, it's her turn. She she makes it outside. And are these doors? Yeah, those are doors. Do you want to those doors? Yeah. Okay. I thought this. No, that's the goblin statue. Oh, I thought the same thing. No. I was like, the stairs lead to the door. Well, <laughs> the stairs lead up, and then you an open sword. area, and then it splits nice. off into doors. Yas, queens. No way. So, she escapes. That makes it Crow's turn. All right, Crow, what do you want to do? I am going to run up to this badly hurt. I'm going to get as far as I can. You have your full movement, so. And I'm just going to pop him with an icicle. Roll the damage. Or roll the attack, I mean. 19. Hit. Roll damage. Boom. Four. And he falls. Nice. nice. Three down. It says, out here, drop him. Three down. Elyon, you're up. Okay. She's gonna get out the door. Okay. She can see the woman? Yep. Okay, are there, how many, how busy is it? Are people pouring out that door? What's it look like where she's at? Uh, the crowd has thinned substantially. There's it's more like uh, kind of stragglers here and there kind of coming out instead of like a big wave of people. <clears throat> okay, where she's at, she's going to throw, um, she's going to cast a spell, and the ground in front of that woman, she's going to center it here with a 24 read. Okay. Yes. The ground and the sand start to like churn and turn molten, oh, and her feet, the woman's feet, start to sink in the sand as she casts burning sands. Nice. Uh, is there a reflex save or something to not get damage there? No saving throw, no spell resistance, but if you end your turn in it, you're going to take okay, a little so damage. Okay, so she has a chance to get out of it? She could try to run out of it, but right now it's difficult terrain, so that entire area nice. is difficult terrain. And it's like a drop to get down to where she was going to, which is going to further hamper her speed, so she, I don't think she's going to get out of this radius right now. Great. Anyone else that's in that area, if there are other people, I'm hoping it's thin enough, but if there's a couple, eh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Righteous. Uh, there's one more guard here. He's going to try and... He gets out here, he, he just follows that girl out, and he has to end his spot in that square yet, and his feet start taking fire. Uh, how much damage does he take? He's going to take 1d4. 1d4, roll it. Okay. One. One point. He steps up. Ah! You, you guys would hear him scream, Fucking hot feet! <laughs> does he take two because the band is playing? Uh, or is that just damage we do? I think... I want to say that's technically just like melee range damage. I don't know if it goes on magic, but I'll give him an extra one for fun. Oh, yeah. Okay. So two damage. All right. Cool. 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 
Now it's going to be uh, the guard's turns. This one is going to try and make his way all the way out and follow him. And then, yeah, he's right behind him. Uh, Dane, top of the order, your turn. Ugh. I want to find... I want to find Saul or Finn. Anyone close that actually works here. Uh, uh, besides the guards that are all unconscious? Yeah. <laughs> I want to um, make sure like the heads are okay, so I'm going to start running roll back a, towards that. Roll a perception guard. check. Okay. Yeah, I wanted to see, but that's not going to happen. Uh... Six. You don't see anybody okay. like that you know works here, but you could move to a place yeah. and maybe look again. I'm just gonna start running towards the room where Finn was in. Okay. And make as far as I can. Okay. Can I do double? Yeah, you can double. Okay. Double move. Righteous. Let's see. Putting it at that girl's turn. Difficult terrain, and she's gotta go down a step, so she makes it basically to the probably the edge of that radius, and then she takes that that damage. How much was it? One d4. Roll it. Four. Nice. She takes four damage. Cross turn. I'm gonna run out. I'm gonna see her kinda trying to flee and I'm gonna pop her with an icicle. <laughs> Do it. There's a pillar right in the way there. Oh, but is that what that is? Yeah, okay. it's a pillar. Right, I'll give you partial cover so she's gonna get a plus two on her AC. Mm, if I fire at the her little minion, is that gonna be. Sure, you have a, you have a good enough shot, but he. I would say he's, he's technically going. Not, he didn't get threatened last turn, but he's right next to a guard. He's, he's in melee combat. Okay. Uh, so he's uh, going to be a minus four to attack. I'll just I'll, I'll attack her with the partial cover. Okay. Uh, it's going to be 15. 15, I believe, is going to hit. Yep, 15 is going to hit. Exactly. Boy. Boy. Uh, two. Two points of damage. She's not looking very good. So that's my fourth icicle. And brings it, bringing it to Elion's turn. Okay, the sands disappear. Yep. And she's gonna draw her crossbow and load it. You can load as a free action. Get your crossbow trait. She draws it, loads it, and shoots it. Nice. This is why your dad tells you to practice. Yeah, thanks, Dad. He's always looking out for you. Yeah, with a plus one competence bonus from your practice earlier, plus the plus one enhancement bonus from the like, inspiring courage. Plus two. Can I get a shot at her? Yeah, got that. There's a pillar right in the way there. You could move and shoot. Yeah. I was gonna say you could go down those stairs a little bit. I could go down the stairs, but then I use my move action and I can't draw. So then I can move and draw. Yeah, you move and draw, reload as a free act, load it as a free action, then shoot. Oh, you can draw on a move? Yeah. Okay, that's what I'll do. You, just, you can't uh, holster on a move. Cheat. Holster. Alright, alright, shooting. Go ahead. Seven. Miss. Eight. Miss. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But eight! Miss! Alright. What if I said it was a nine? Miss. <laughs> All right. I bandit's turn. He sees this guard coming up behind him. He's going to try and swing at him. Miss. He misses, and then the guard's going to swing right back with his skimmy. Uh, he's got a plus four, bringing it to... Yeah, that's exactly going to hit. For four damage, and that guard falls. <sighs> Oh, 
Uh, Dane's turn, top of the order. All right, I'm running back uh, behind the bar to where Finn was last seen. All right, so you just want to go hop over the bar and yep, get to the door? Yep, hopping over the bar to get to that door. Right, you can get there and open the door in this, in this turn. Can I see in it? You can see in it and make a perception check. Okay. What is it? Not good. Six. Six. Shit. Six. Uh, yeah, it's kind of a haze back here. Smoke and whatnot. Nice. <laughs> a lot of dead bodies. Behind the bar, I hope not. Jesus. Yeah. You can't really see too much. If anybody's in there, in here, they're probably hiding. Okay. Uh, then it's Uvia's turn. She's gonna continue trying to run away. I don't. This is gonna fall off the map, but she she makes it another sixty feet away. She was moving through rough ground through a good half of that. That one away. Oh, is that only one round? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I crow. You see her running away from you. I think I can probably just get in range to pop it, pop her with an icicle. Yeah. Hopefully finish her off. So I'm gonna just get up as close as I can. Yeah, we'll say you're you're 30 feet. You have a 30 foot range on that, right? Yes. Right. Uh, let me double check. Yeah. All right. Pop it off. Pop it. Uh, 15. 15 hits. Nice. Four. And she falls. Ooh. Yeah. Er, that was a seven, sorry. I totally missed that. Yeah. That was a three. She's running as fast as she can away. She looks over her shoulder back to see if she's getting away, and an icicle just comes and hits her in the back, and she falls over. Nice. Uh, you guys are out of combat. Uh, is there anything you want to do right now? Uh, the remaining guards of the place are helping their, feather, their fallen brethren uh, regain consciousness and whatnot. Potions are being uh, given out, and uh, any remaining participants, any remaining participants of the of the tur- tournament are trying to make their way out of here as well. Uh, some particularly drunk ones are trying to get their money back. They're shout- kind of yelling at. I'm just shouting out for Finn and Saul in the back. Finn, Saul, anyone? I, I kind of want to see what that chest is doing. Why they? I just kind of want to inspect it, see why they were trying to. As all the gold. Well. That's the prize money chest. Maybe this is our opportunity since we were the heroes to stay and fight. Maybe we should. Uh, You're just gonna help yourself to dabble in it a little bit. Uh, maybe. They if might you, reward or you us. can make your way back to the chest field if you'd like. They might just reward us. Yeah, you're. That's a good point. I'm just gonna make my way back into the building just because I know everything's safe. I'm just gonna kind of see what the damage is. What what damage has been done? Uh, tables are flipped over everywhere. You see the. Silver tooths and copper and gold pieces, chips flung everywhere. It's just kind of a mess in there. Spilt drinks and cups galore. There are some people still lying on the ground unconscious. Uh, some people are crying and they're super scared, whatnot. Uh, people are trying to recover from this event that just took everyone by surprise. Mm-hmm. I'm, right. I'm, I'm going to kind of make a small announcement to anyone that is able to listen and just right. and yell it out. Uh, hey, everyone, we've uh, disbanded. The attackers, uh, it is safe to go about your business. Oh! Uh, you'd see Saul Vancaster's skin come back from out here. I, uh, oh, great to hear that it's finally over. Uh, thank you. What's your name, son? My name's Crow. Crow, pleasure to meet you. It gives you a hand Pleasure. Shake. I run up quick and I say, uh, and I, I help too. Uh, Elyon Thresh, oh, good to you see did. you again, Saul. Oh, thank you. Oh, yes, we met earlier. Thank you. Oh. Good the, thing you stuck around for that drink, huh? The three of us helped you a guards. job. You probably would be unconscious. I don't know. 
Uh, and then did Dane flurry, fling back yeah, over I'm, here? I'm running up. Dane run back over. Did you help too? Is that why you're running up to me? Saul, yes, I uh, would just wanted to make sure everyone that actually mattered here was okay, you know, am I right? Hey. Yeah, seems to be alright, it does. I couldn't find Finn or any of the other crew, so starting to worry. Oh, I, I can't thank you enough. I owe you guys a, a great debt. I, I know this seems like a troubled time, but I, I feel like good times are right around the corner, and I, I feel like you guys could help out. Because I am Saul Van Kaskerskin, and I need to figure out his voice. <laughs> so, look, so please, please, I, if you would, I, let the, we'll let our guards clean up here. If you, t- if you guys would come back for a drink, I would love to thank you properly for the service you've done here. Absolutely. Absolutely. Definitely. You, uh, you take care of what you need to take care of here. We, we have our own. All right, fo- follow me. You guys follow him back to his back room. Mm-hmm. Hell nah. Hell nah. That's <laughs> just kidding, yeah, dude. With a weary eye, I follow him. Can I roll a sense motive on what he said? Uh, yeah. I would love to do the same, actually. I trust him. I don't. Uh, mine's a 15. I also got a 15. Ooh. Hey. 15 and 15. I love the pile of bodies on the map. (laughs) There's a lot, there was a lot slain. There's a lot of death. Sloon? It's not how I expected this gambling tournament to turn out there, Elion. No, not at all. I thought maybe we'd, uh... I came to get a job. I came here to get rich. Did you? I came to take four people down, and I did. Congratulations. High five. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> all right. in good fun. From your sense motive checks, uh, you would take his words that... I uh, This guy seems to be kind of an optimist. He's probably gone through a lot of shit, ups and downs, being an old crime boss type guy, but... he. I mean, he just generally seems like it's a person who doesn't take hardships to heart. Hmm. Okay. Admirable. Yes. Yes. Uh, So, yeah, he would then invite you guys to drink with him and uh, talk about a little bit of of business. I think that's where we're going to stop for this session. All right. Yeah, I agree. Okay. Sounds good to me. I'm good. We're cutting off. Thanks, guys, for being... crises (laughs) disgusting don't trust the devil or his chest of gold your quest that's given is not what you've been told 40,000 little pieces of silver forged with sin cause when you're in the devil's house he always wins if you Cheat the cheaters Then listen up right here Don't trust the succubus For the devil's always near So shield your eyes From
thief Yes, a thief among Bada bing, bidded. This episode is brought to you by the motherfucking Cash App. <laughs> Get your cash on cash your phone. App. You can see it and you can spend it right on your phone if you have cash not on you, but in the onlines, you can use your phone to use the cash. Cash the App. Amazing thing about the Cash App is it comes with a cash card. There's no other card like the Cash Card. The Cash Card. Let me tell you, the card gives you 1% back. And we also want to thank our other sponsor, Red Bull. Red Bull, shouts Red Bull. out to Red Bull. Red Bull, Red Bull. And shouts out Bull, to Red thick Bull. bitches everywhere. Next time you're with thick bitches, get her a Red Bull. <laughs>